We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 8 Spread Picks and Preview. We got some free money teasers later on in the show, our super locks. Plus, we'll be talking all things in a mini cast corner halfway through. Um, I want to let everyone out there know if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks. Bunch of ways to do so. One, smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me your favorite spread of the week. You can also get into the same draw by leaving your DraftKings handle in the time code of your favorite parts of the episode. Helps me put together the best of at the end of the year. But the biggest thing you can do is subscribe, rate, review, and download the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Five stars. DraftKings handle. Something you like about this show. And I mean, hell, spread it around on the social medias as well. Give it a retweet every time you see it. Tell a few friends. Tell that guy you hate at work. Maybe there's a way you guys can bond over something. Also, follow me on Instagram at the PME. Heart one of the photos that comes up there about the sports. And leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. The four ways you can get into the draw for 20 DK Bucks winners announced every Monday on Monday's Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League. In the description of this podcast and video, the link is there. Go play in it. $15 to enter. No rake. Best tournament on DraftKings. Why wouldn't you play? It'd be crazy not to play in it. Now, before we get into today's show, I actually wanted to start off with something relatively serious i mean truly serious so um uh, about two years ago uh we had one of the viewers his friend contacted me he had contracted uh, he was undergoing cancer treatment and um he didn't know how long it was going to last he was a frequent viewer of the show a listener and uh, he passed away over the weekend um he made it the two years uh, undergoing treatment he went to the masters he went to the world juniors twice he really lived it up over the last two years. So I want to thank Jamie for getting in touch with me about that. And I hope you're in a better place now. I, it's a weird show to be saying that on, but I want to hopefully his family, um, he can cut this out if any of his friends are listening, let him know that, you know, heavy hearts at the Pat Mayo experience. We don't like to lose uh, one of the viewing family. 
Um, Jeff Feinberg's here. Puts into perspective uh, when you have a shitty picks week that real shit happens. Yeah. The, the... But a true testament to living it up in yeah. the last two years. It's a nice last two years. It always, you know, it's not the first time we've gotten news like that, and it always just uh, hits me pretty hard. Yeah, for uh, all the shit that I give the viewers of the show. I mean, it's part of the part it's of the. It's weird act. that like part people all, like care and they use it as a way to like, you know, Escape from, from even like from small things like getting to work to like big things like getting through uh, those waiting rooms because I've been there too and it's it sucks. So. So I want to get that out of the way at the beginning because this show is going to go off the rails because, <laughs> hey, we, we can do it as a tribute because we know people are excited for this one. So I don't think it's going to live up to the hype. I'm not going to lie to you. I got nothing to say. All right. I wanted to introduce the third member of the team then, The Coin. Pretty decent picks week. He's, he's been around 500 the past few weeks. We'll recap the picks in a second. Paul Shaughnessy is behind the cameras. And now to introduce the man who said, the league better watch out. The Jets are sleeping giants. And that win propelled them. It is Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. <sighs> Did you say that? I don't remember saying it, but it does sound like those exact words. But it sounds like the sort of nonsense that I would have spouted last week, I suppose. Well, here's the thing. I actually have the clip of it, so we can just throw to it right now. I kind of think we're going to win them all, except maybe that one against the Bills at Orchard Park. That could be super tough in week 17. But, like, everything could be on the line that day if we play our cards right. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't. You look at that schedule, there's just not many losses. We're going to be favored, I think, in a lot, particularly when, when we win this game. We're going to be favored in a lot of those games. And uh, you know, the league better watch out because the Jets are a sleeping giant, and that win sort of propelled them. Yeah, I'm a fool. I'm wrong. I'm... I'm frequently wrong, and I'm seldom in doubt. Sort of the motto I live my life by, I suppose. Well, and, uh, was wrong you know, again. He, we'll, we'll, we'll save the Jets for a little bit later on. They actually play on this slate, so we can talk about them then. To recap last week, guess who was fire with their picks? Pat Mayo, 12-2 and two against the spread. Still not good enough to catch up to you because you had an even week, Jeffrey, at 7-7. Seven and seven. So I'm 56-49, and 49, you're 58-47. and 47. Cuss, not only did the Jets lose, he was 4-10 and 10 against the spread. 49-56 and 56 for the year. A solid seven games below 500. The coin, 7-7, seven and seven, catching up to Tim. Getting three games on him. 43-62 and 1 for the coin. Superlocks, you and I both hit Jeff. The Jags and the Packers came through. The Jets did not come through for Tim. He's three and four. Jets uh, did not cover the seven-point T's either. So Tim falls to one and six for the season with his free money parlay. You told me something very interesting before the show about Tim picking the Jets as a super lock. What usually happens? Maybe it's just my perception, but when he picks the Jets as a super lock, do they, have they not gotten shut out every single time? I don't think it's every time. But that, it's happened. That game, that game versus Tampa that you said yeah. that the Tampa's win score point. Me and Pat were debating. Did the Jets get shut out that game? I think they did. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. That's what made it even funnier at the time. But I don't know. I, I'm not. He, there are so many stones being thrown. I'm not here to throw one of them at Tim. I that's almost fine. like no, a, I it. it's almost like a best ball. Like you got to be able to. 
I don't want to no, hold. I, I don't want to hold him to account on his like worst night on national TV. No, that's what we're here to do. If he wants to come on, no, I, I don't mean like Tim. Man- Tim gets it. I mean, I mean Sam. Oh, we'll get to we'll get to the Jets. The, the Jets are on the list of games we can talk. Yeah, about. no, and I would say the perception was that people legitimately felt bad for me. But they relished Tim's like because troubles. you you weren't on here talking about how great the Chargers. Oh, were I didn't be. like count the way to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl, and then claim yeah, but, claim that if they beat the Patriots, that they were going to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I was more like, no, I think we're Atlanta's AFC, and we are like the team to beat right now. And Tim, not ha- I don't mean the team to beat. I mean the team to play to get you right. So yeah, Tim brings it a lot of it on himself, and even the clip you played. I mean, that's just like. One one hundredth of the the insane shit he said leading into that game. And based on where we were like three and a half weeks ago on where he was, that he brought himself back to a place to only be brought down back to where he is. It's all brought upon himself. There is one. And he tweeted that last night that he didn't deserve this. I would argue he does. I would I argue he does. I would agree with you. The more I thought about it. I mean, it, the, the more, more he, what he's done to me, I would argue he deserved every part of it. Although I'm an idiot that bet the Jets like plus 25 and a half live. Yeah, yeah well, you, you didn't know that there were ghosts on the field, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't understand why that was such a today being made as such an embarrassing. Okay, it was embarrassing. How do you not see how that's embarrassing? No, why NFL Films is taking flack for, like, releasing that. Oh, that is too good not to release. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah. Ooh, Tim. Watch (laughs) out for me on the field, Tim. Don't go. Don't leave your safe space, Sam. The safe space for Sam was the sidelines. Yesterday, he threw to his favorite receiver a bunch of times. The Patriots. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I have nothing to say in defense. So keep uh, throwing your rock. We, we have a question from the audience. All right. This is actually a serious question. Who would you rather have? Turn your microphone on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Um, who would you rather have? Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold the rest of their career? I mean, I, there was nothing I saw last night that made me feel any different about Sam. He had a bad game. Lots of people have bad games. He had a great game a week ago. That counts a lot, too. Like, I, I don't take much out of that game other than that he played very poorly and the Patriots played fantastically. And, you know, it just it was one of those games where you just sort of shrug it, shrug it off and you move on. Now, you told me you were angry, not sad. But you sound sad, sir. Oh, I have some real anger and when we get to the game we talk about the people who are coaching this team who need to be fired <laughs> and the people it just they just have to go uh do you know just, what I'm, i saw hold too? on we, we have another question from the audience did adam Gase throw the ball from his back foot like six times into the patriots arms or what no but how is it how is it Gase's fault like sam <laughs> absolutely looked horrible you gotta you gotta stop defending him like, when your young star is clearly on the ropes and done in a game that's a route, you and haunted. Don't forget that he's haunted. He's not yeah, a star. He's not a do star. Do you think they should they should hire like an exorcist? Should Sam have like pulled a Patrick Wan and said, like, trade me? <laughs> Leaving me in here like this? 
Thanks. That's another great memory. <laughs> I, I again. Why don't we start I, talking about Super Bowl Twenty Nine, Jeff? Okay. Oh, the game. You want to talk about a game they were twenty one point underdogs in and lost? I don't yeah. understand. Why is that funny? Let's talk about tragic ways that your team has lost them, like when Ladanian Thomas. Hold on. Why? Why are you? Why, why, you, why are you attacking why? Jeff? You attacking me? Bro. Now you're attacking Jeff. <laughs> When he couldn't be bothered to play in the AFC Championship game. Why, are you, why are you attacking me? Jeff may be your only friend in this studio. Me and Pat are the I, ones I being Sam, assholes. Like, listen, he's like that guy. Uh, I'm just angry and I'm lashing out in all directions. Well, don't take it out on me. Did you know it was the worst recorded game in NFL history from a quarterback? Yes, Worse than that I've Nate Peterman told- game when Tim talked up yeah. Nate Peterman. I've been told this multiple times. What do you want me to tell you? He had a bad game. He played poorly. People have bad games. It's okay. You can bounce back. I think there's like a level. You can only, there's only so much negative from the game you could take. Like after a certain point of bad, it's all like the same. What about the Belichick sympathy punts? Uh, I I still, I'm going to defend, I'm a big Darnold fan. So it's like. Because you guys look alike. It's like a better ball thing. Like I think he gets at some point that's just forgotten from memory it's just a bad loss well i have a question though do you think the torch was passed like tim thought (laughs) i can't he deserves heat for all this stuff now that he's healthy he's either the second third or fourth best quarterback in the league jeff i was told this on last week's show not gonna lie to you i took that i took that as fact i still think he's an absolute star just the patriots defense played amazingly and sam played terribly uh, it was a confluence of bad things. I mean, I told you, I'm not going to stand here and defend them. It was awful. I feel awful. I wish that the game had not gone that way. I got it wrong. What else do you want me to do? You are defending him, though. No, no, I'm not defending him and his performance that game at all. It, it is. He said that he just had a bad game, and it's all well, the coach's yes. fault. No, it's the coach's fault for Sam's got to take some ownership over things. That's all I'm saying. He's too haunted. He's scared of ghosts. Some of the things that were happening were were the things you can't ignore. Like those back foot throws are no, are pathetic. Those are embarrassing. Those are embarrassing. Because I love the highlight quarterbacks. You know, stand in there, take the hit, deliver the football, knowing you're going to get hit. It's part of the game. I agree. That, that lily dipping back foot shit. You're do- like you're done. Yeah. So yeah. I just hope it was just. A really bad night, There's but only, that was yeah. some real bad signs. There are two quarterbacks that can do that on a continual basis and get away with it. Eli Manning yeah. did? No, Mahomes and Rodgers can throw oh, off their back foot and throw strikes different. 50 yards on the field. Yeah, that's a bit. That's so so a don't bit pretend different. like you're those guys. No, those guys can yet. also that's like move, be moving sideways opposite direction and, and deliver cannons. Um, yeah. All right, well, let's get into the games then. Let's start on yeah. Thursday night. We have a fun one on Thursday night. Washington at Minnesota. Thielen's trying to play in this game. AP has like a high ankle sprain, yet he says he's going to play anyway. Uh, minus 15 and a half. The Vikings are favored at home. 42 is the over-under. With or without Thielen, does it matter in this game, do you think? Vikings at home are usually beasts. Yeah. Zimmer ATS at home. You almost just blindly say 
the Vikings, but I don't bet real numbers like this. Like I just college or pro, I can't. I, I don't this, like betting these. I bet this Patriots spreads. number on the Thursday night two weeks ago. They covered they right covered. the one by like twenty one. Oh something? yeah, the Patriots win by lots when they win because they're good. I got a whole. Oh, this is a Cousins. Has he played Washington yet? No, either? Cousins uh, revenge. I'll I'll lay the sixteen here or fifteen and yeah. a half. I'm taking Minnesota I would lay as well. It. I would lay it. Uh, I don't know if I'd bet real, but yeah, I'll lay it. The coin is taking Minnesota. Tim, are you going to take Washington? No, I'm going to take Minnesota. And, uh, you know, one of the very, very few things I got right last week is I warned you, Peterson was going to go over that number. Everything suggested he was going to, and he did. And nothing suggested he was going it to. It was a pouring down rainstorm, and they were always he, going to run the ball 100 times. He got to 70 yards. Uh, it was one big run in the very first drive of the game that got them. Um, and he said, called it an AP week for fantasy, and he scored five points. Yeah, he did have as good a fantasy day as I was going to have, but he definitely went over his prop numbers, and he was always going to go over his prop He went numbers. over his prop numbers by 10 because he had a 30-yard run. I, th- I believe he averaged one yard per carry on his final, like, 20 always, carries of the game. It's always going to happen in that rainstorm. Never bet against a bad team with a half-decent running back in a, in a rainstorm. They don't have a half-decent <laughs> running back, though. Well, he ran for over 1,000 yards last year. They trust him. They're going to keep using him. I mean, Peyton Manning threw for 50 touchdowns six years ago. Does that mean if you started him today, he'd also be good? No, no. But AP ran for 1,000 yards last season. Yeah, and has he been running this year? He had a good game against the shitty Dolphins. Inconsistent. So he, had a good, he had a good game against the worst team in the league, and he's been god-awful in every game since. He was not god-awful. I mean, he made that terrible fumble that probably, that probably ended the game, though. I mean, listen... I didn't see a lot of that game last week because I was traveling, but I watched a lot of the highlights. The Skins should have won the game. They uh, that that was a that was a game they gave away at home, and uh, you know I just don't think then coming off going on a short week going on the road that they're going to cover this number. So give me Minnesota. Although I still don't trust the Vikings. I still think they're a, 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 a sheep in wolf's clothing. But uh, for this week, we will take them. Kirk Cousins, Jeff, is he currently the MVP? No. no. Not close. He is. He's, not def- he's, 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 he's definitely close. Not really. Not if you look at the betting odds, he's not. Well, no, because you have people like Brady and Rogers propped up into there, and Kirk Cousins is having a better and season than both of them. Lamar. Well, it's it's Wilson. Wilson it's Wilson. Lamar it's Watson. Wilson. One, two, three. It has to be. Cousins is having I, I, Cousins is having the type of season with these numbers and the Vikings record at this point, where he should be in consideration. Yeah, yeah, fine, but he's. he's but Tim doesn't like him, so he can't be considered. He would have to supremely over overachieve to get it. Well, it's, he is overachieving. Yeah, but it's a no, like next level overachieving. If the Vikings win the division, Watson cools a little bit. The Niners win the division and not the Seahawks. Unless Lamar ends up going like thirteen and three, it's plausible. The big he, game for yes, them is like but, two weeks against. But Dallas. they have a complete team and they're well coached, so the detractors will like still take credit away. Yeah, people just want to steal credit yeah, away not, from Kirk Cousins. Hey, I tried him. to give him credit. I tried to bail him out Did you by see? saying that his um, what gender call, his gender reveal was actually accurate because he was trying to hit like where the puffball was. Did you see someone uh, tweeted me a gift today of Anthony Barr clapping on the field? And he oh, said it was, not, I, it was not for a sack. It was for him not signing with the Jets. Yes. Okay, on that note, because I don't want to talk about it with the Jets game, though. How great is it that the coach the Jets didn't take has Baylor undefeated right now and is going to be such a hot NFL commodity again next offseason? Matt Rule? Tim didn't even yeah, like him. him. Didn't want him. Want a Gase. Now he wants Gase fired. 
No, I still didn't want gays. I remember I started the year by saying I wanted uh, Caldwell. <laughs> Caldwell's a professional NFL coach. Well, he, said, well, he actually, as the timeline actually goes, you didn't want Adam Gase, but then Adam Gase became the coach of the Jets, and you said he was the best man for the job, is what you said. I don't think I ever used those words. I think you're exaggerating. Yeah, do you I know why? Because he's friends with Peyton Manning. <laughs> he knows him. Was, knows Peyton was, Manning. Was, Peyton Manning got to call Sam Darnold. I mean, I guess we're just going to talk about the Jets during every game, if that's what you want to do. I think no. yeah, that's just you living your truth. That's just what you're hearing. I didn't bring them up. That's just what I you're did. hearing. I did. Next game. Everyone is against me. Cardinals you at deserve it. Cardinals at New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by nine and a half. 48 is the over-under. I made the mistake a few weeks ago when New Orleans went to Seattle, and both you guys were on New Orleans in that game. And since then, I have bet New Orleans every single week, and they are probably the best or second best team in the league. You see, I bet them that game in and then my got off them. In my theory that you gotta love the first good, great team, or that's a great team with a backup quarterback. You wish someone got hurt there every week and they installed a new quarterback. Uh, but then I thought now the market is like too in love with Teddy and they're treating Teddy like this point spreads like he's Drew Brees. I do believe. And then I was I like, do, whoa, I whoa, whoa. I, I, I don't like that. So I've just kind of been staying away uh, point spread wise. And, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You've been banging on that Saints door. But every time that I've picked against them on the show, I preface it by saying this has no impact on my long-term Saints thoughts. I just think they got to lose one of these games with freaking Teddy. I don't know. They're going to crush these guys. They're going to crush them. It it feels like they should crush them. I got the the Saints in as uh, my fantasy defense, so I'm all about what they're about. And I'm expecting another, you know, 16 points here. Not Patriots style, but... Yeah, the Patriots score like 40 points a week. Yeah, you play the... You essentially... Assuming you're in a one QB league, because those are the normal ones, you have the Patriots, you're like, get to start two QBs a week. <laughs> it's true. And it's also a big reason to not spend a lot of draft capital on fantasy defenses, because... The what Patriots, were they have been ranked? Like, six or seven, maybe? Yeah. Like, you don't know. No one saw this coming. I'm trying to think where they would have gone. Yeah. And the easy schedule kind of plays into it as well, that they're... Not only are they a really good defense, they're playing absolute jabronis every single week, so that really... That that really goes a long way. Oh, I, I'm I'm very excited. But for so it. you're now going to go the other side here. Like yeah. you're worried about a backdoor here from yeah, I'm Arizona. Taking, I'm, taking, I'm taking Arizona. No, he he was talking about the Browns. Oh no, but I'm yeah. talking about you were talking about how you've been riding the Saints for a while, and now I felt like you're about to drop the other shoe on us. No, it's just it's a lot of points, nine and a half. No, what I actually want to say, I believe Teddy Bridgewater in his past, I think it's thirty games, is twenty five and five ATS. <laughs> And what a genius decision by not being the Dolphins starter. Yeah, smart. Tyrod Taylor did it too, but I still might be smart. I just don't know who's betting who actually like we you can people can make their spread picks and not bet this game and pick Arizona. Who's actually laying money on Arizona in this game? That's the thing that worries me. Everyone, everyone in the right mind is going to bet New Orleans if they're betting this game. Well, Tim yeah. says he's on Arizona. Yeah, but he's not going to bet know. Arizona. Very tempted to. You're very, not. Very You're going to pick them on the show and never think about it again. I'm going to pick New Orleans just because they, I, I don't know, them at home, cross country. It's not really cross country. Sorry. I, I know this is more of a take on, on the Giants, but 
seemed like me and you were one of the few humans that liked Arizona last week. We all three and of even us had Arizona. everyone that I was with, like they all had bet the Giants. And I'm like, holy shit, we've gotten to the point where the Giants are now like expected to win a game. Knew it was almost going to be bad news, and it, and they couldn't get over the hump at a few points in that game. Credit to Arizona, but credit to the Giants for running a draw on like third and twenty, and then going for it fourth and fourteen. <laughs> Savvy stuff. Savvy stuff, Jeff. They're very poor. I feel like that was right before four o'clock. Uh, so New Orleans, New Orleans for you and I. Arizona and Arizona for custom the coin. David Johnson, Mayor and I. They assigned Alfred Morris, which is. Whatever, but I don't know if that means David Johnson's going to be out or they actually just need a third running back at some point. But New Orleans has been excellent at stopping the run. I think it's over <coughs> it's over 15 straight games now they haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher. And Arizona's been pretty effective running the ball and controlling the pace of the game that way the past few weeks. But even if Christian Kirk is back, you put Lattimore on Kirk, that means it's just basically Larry Fitzgerald trying to beat you. And you know Arizona's offensive line isn't good anyway, and you're facing one of the best pass rushers in the league. Like You talk about the Saints' D. like The Saints' D should be really good this week. They might score this week. And if they score this week, they're going to cover this number. Hope so. I don't know. It's just too many points. It's a Drew Brees spread with Teddy Bridgewater under center. So I think it's too many points. A Drew Brees spread's like minus 16 in this game, isn't it? Yeah, I, I was going to say a Brees no, spread no, the way three. the Saints, and assuming the Saints were on the winning streak. A like three, three and one Cardinals team is not catching 16 and a half or 17 points on the road. No, it, it, it would definitely like, cross sorry. like 11. I mean, they're throwing big spreads out this year. Not against a team with, with that doesn't have a losing record. I, I don't see it. Uh, not against this Cardinals team, no. I, I think the number would be like 10 or 10 and a half. Uh, anyway, I like the Cardinals. Fun fact about the Cardinals, they're only two and five against the spread. It seems like they're it seems like they're better than that, doesn't it? Considering they have three wins. They are a perfectly mediocre team. I actually think they're quite good. They're not quite good. They are. They're they need a better defense, and obviously Patrick Peterson being back should help that a little bit. Yes, Paul. Yeah, that's a mistake. Oh, they're actually mistake? five and two against. Oh, the they're spread. five and that two. Against. That makes more sense that considering board. they're three, three, and I, one. All the other against the spreads are correct, but I was trying to do this one on my personal laptop last night. There's a lot of things going on, so uh, the first two boards are actually probably messed up. Yeah, well, shit happens when you party naked. Next game, Jeff. You ready for this? I'm ready. Where are we at? New York Jets at <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville. The Jaguars are minus five and a half favorites. 41 and a half is the over-under. I'm going to give Tim some vent time right now, but I will tell you this. I really like the Jets to cover this number. This is a per... I like all of the teams that got the shit oh, yeah. out of them last Mark week. me down for each one of them, too. This is the... Love it. This game is... If this is last week... But let's just say they a lose... field goal, right? They, let's say they lose by seven to the Patriots. It's two and a half or three. You're getting yep. two and a half free points here. Jaguars can't score touchdowns. No. Like, they no, struggle to actually score a touchdown. It's been frustrating because I bet them in the Saints game and took them forever to finally score one in uh, last week. Yeah, I'll take the Jets. Spread's way too big. I was like, catching a six would be huge, though, because that to me, that's a key number, especially for a field goal loving team like Jacksonville. Because uh, if they're up three late and that insurance field goal could still get you the push. So maybe hunt for it. But, but uh, yeah, before Tim Vence, I'll bet the Jets. That's a round of Jets, including the coin. So, Tim, you think Adam Gay should be fired, do you? He should be fired now. He, he's just... Every curveball that's been thrown at him this season, he has whiffed at. You know, when Sam was sick and they had to bring in a backup, 
The team tightened up in the second half against the Bills, a game they should have won when they were up 16-0. They threw it away because of his terrible play call. Then, without a quarterback, he had absolutely no plan for weeks two, three, and four, and they got embarrassed. They played very well against Dallas in week five, or week six, or whatever that was, week six, week seven. But, uh, you know, the second half, they again tightened up and didn't play aggressively. Then last night, when it was clear that it was just one of those games where everything was going wrong, he kept Sam in way too long. Uh, he exposed him to a defense that was, you know, was, you know, was hunting out there to destroy him and doing a very good job of it. He just didn't seem to have a game plan. He didn't look like he had studied and prepared for the game. Like to lose 33 to nothing, that's embarrassing. It, it, it's at home, unbelievable. He's got to go. He clearly is not up to the challenge. There's a lot of people that let people down last night. There, there was, it wasn't just Adam Gase. There was terrible offensive line play where Sam just kept, he just had no time. That's what, why is he throwing the ball off on a back foot? Because the Patriots were were at uh, at his front door every every snap it seemed. The defense couldn't get a third down stop. But yes, on that first drive in particular, the Patriots were holding egregiously. Oh yeah, blaming the refs, of course. That, no, no, that, just that, on that. That, sound, that sounds about par for the course. Just for you. on that first it's, drive, Jeff. It's the refs lost. The Jets lost last no. night. Not Sam Darnold's. I, I don't think listen. That, even before play. Darnold stepped on the field, the Patriots went sixteen plays <laughs> over half a quarter in like seventy-five yards, doing yep. whatever they wanted. Well, so, actually, only on third down. On first, <coughs> pardon me, I'm coming off cold. <coughs> <laughs> now he's blaming a cold for his coughing problems. More excuses from you. On first and second down, the Jets on that first couple of days did a fine job stuffing him. And then on third downs, they kept getting uh, pretty reasonably long third downs. And it was demoralizing, but that didn't change the game in the end because they didn't score any points. They embarrassed themselves out there. Sam did not play well. We did not play well. It was humiliating, you know. There's a lot. I mean, there are teams that can go on national TV and embarrass themselves, and you don't bat an eye like Detroit or Cleveland. Like, who cares, right? But the Jets can't be doing that stuff on national TV. It's a disgrace. I'm very upset about it. Uh, well, people have to be called to account for that type of behavior on primetime. They you know, see so the much above the Lions. That's the way people actually like. Yeah. Um, I I need you to respond. Baker's going to play the Patriots next week on Sunday night. They're going. (laughs) They're playing the Patriots this week. Yeah, that's. He's going to win. Watch. Watch. And even throwing a touchdown. Even throwing a touchdown. One touchdown pass is a win. According to Tim's like poll standards, that's like a blowout. Oh, win, oh yeah, right? when Tim get yeah the night when when the Patriots <laughs> win like thirty to three this week against the uh, against the Browns, you need to give Baker credit for scoring three points, Tim. Better. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. We but, should crush Jacksonville in this game. I don't crush know. Them. I I don't know if the Jets are good enough to win this game, but this definitely feels oh, like yeah. a field goal game. I think these teams are closer yeah. than it's. I just think the Jets are going to get off the mat. After having been humiliated on Mon- on Monday Night Football, honestly, I would even consider buying the half. Here's, I think yeah. six is such an important number. There are books that you could probably still get it. Say, uh, I, maybe I, as people I, also like, because it's early in the week and most people haven't made their bets yet. And most people will probably just hate the Jet. Like there's just going to be a stank on the Jets that maybe that number will just get to six naturally. But I mean, I'd I, I'd hold out. That being said, I still would like the Jets at like four and a half or five. Five, yeah, sure. But, uh, but, um, but Tim brought I think up, be a close game. Tim brought up what's probably the biggest problem right now for the Jets is this horrible offensive line. And although Ramsey is no longer with us in Jacksonville, not really us, but not in Jacksonville, they still have an excellent pass rush. And they should yep. be making Super Bowl Sam 
stand there and try to throw off his back foot all over. Well, again. the Jets just have to play to the shotgun more. Like that's how you have to adjust right now. It's play play the game out of the gun. And the, sh- the shotgun? Good. What are you, the New York Jets? <laughs> well, it's like six people. Who there's ghosts in Jacksonville. People, people, people know remember the Titans too. Yeah, but do they know that line? I, me, I'm not so sure. I feel like there's something a line they would know. It'd be that one. People have seen that movie. It's weird what movies you think people have seen and which ones. People are watching a football show. They've seen Remember the Titans. I need you to react to a quote. Um, actually, what was the score? What was the actual final score of the game last night, Tim? 32 or 33. 30, 33 to nothing. So I need you to react to this quote. I don't think the Patriots can score enough points to beat us from yeah. you last week. Yeah, I'm a moron. I'm a fool. I'm a loser. <laughs> like Steve Miller in that song, I'm a joker. But when is when are the Patriots gonna stop being great? Not this season. They're probably not gonna lose all regular season. Ah, see now he's using the curse to the proper effect. People have been no, begging for this a, for like no, no, a decade. I've seen enough of it now. It's not just one or two weeks. It's every single week. It is complete and utter oh. dumb. It's it's over. Like at this point, I don't see how. At least until we get into the playoffs, I mean, something freaky can always happen in a one-game playoff. But for the regular season, I don't, I don't like for the whole regular season. I, I mean, I think like they're over under on losses the rest of the year. If you gave me one point five, I'd take the under. Like I think they're probably going to be fifteen and one. It's funny. It's I look at all the teams in the AFC who have the best chance of beating the Patriots, and strangely, I don't think this team probably beats anyone else in the playoffs, but I think the Bills have a really good chance of beating the Patriots. A healthy Chiefs team probably could. Uh, They could, but I think you need to have a really, like you need to make Brady play as poorly as the Patriots defense makes your quarterback play. And and the Bills are the only team really equipped to do that right now. Now, they might score zero points like the Jets, so it might not happen. But I just don't see the Bills, like I don't, if the Bills played Kansas City, I don't see the Bills competing in that game. Yeah, I, I agree. But like I said, I, I've sort of seen enough now. What, what else can I say? The Patriots happen to be significantly better than they have been the last couple of seasons. And you know, they won the they won the Super Bowl last year, and they made the Super Bowl the year before. And that This team is significantly better than, than both of those teams. And, very, now they have very, Mohamed Sanu. Who I think is a fantastic condition. Uh, like Josh Gordon is basically unownable in fantasy, I think, now. I mean, that's the sure sign that you can basically cut him in all formats. What are you talking about? He's unownable. About? He's unownable. Why, why he, would he be unownable? Because they have Mohamed Sanu? Sanu is going to be there. I mean, Gordon hasn't been useful all season. He's been uh, injured. Yeah, they, Gordon rolled his ankle two games ago and hasn't played since. Even before that, it was clear that he was just not going to be an important cog in the machine. So, and he had, it, But it, Sanu is going to, I think, have a very, very big, big effect. This is like... That take doesn't even make sense. So if there's one thing that people out there should know is probably just go that, trade for Josh Gordon right now. Josh Gordon is why 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 I don't, I don't understand this take. There's no logic behind this whatsoever. Because he's still what Dorset, Edelman, Sanu, Gordon. Yeah, but there's no Gordon, rhyme or reason to who has the good Gordon's games like the there outside of seven, Edelman. Like the sixth or seventh pass catcher on the team, he's essentially unownable at this point. But, a, but after they're what are like you talking that's about my opinion, that's not my opinion. That's the case. It's not the case whatsoever. But I would say after like Edelman, it's not Gord- much separates two from seven, and no, there's no rhyme it, it, or reason as to who it the, is. The pass catchers be. on this team are Edelman, White, and Gordon. Those are the three. Dorsett's well, just no, not going to play anymore Sanu if Sanu is there. Plant, he'll be number three pretty decisively, and then after that, you, you know, you can put people in any order you want. But it's those three, and then there's a massive gap, and there's everybody else. 
So that, that is how it came to be. That might be your most illogical take of all time on this show. It's, it's an expression of pure logic. It, it, it literally makes no sense. Unless Josh Gordon is injured for the rest of the year, then yeah, no, you might be right. not that important, and he hasn't been all year. Parts of his injury, parts just, he just doesn't fit into the game plan right now. The Patriots are not that type of team anymore. Okay. Uh, Paul, what, what do you think about this? I, I'm not sure I would trust him on saying the Patriots aren't this type of team, considering <laughs> what he thought was going to happen last night. Or I was sorry, what he what he thought was going to happen yeah. on uh, Sam on Sam Day Night Football. Are I you drafting a quarterback next year or what? N- no, the Jets still have a very very good. Quarterback. How do how do you what about uh, like? He had some really like even when he did get time, like he was overthrowing Robbie Anderson. Like, how do you overthrow Robbie Anderson? He had a bad game, but it was really bad. And how he played against Dallas, he had a fantastic game. So, like, one does not wash away the other. Well, this could be this game could be a really good opportunity for the Jets to really scout Gardner Minshew. Uh, you can get Minshew walk on your team, you can sign him to like a five year deal and make Sam the backup. That that makes sense. You know what? I don't even want to dignify that nonsense with an answer. Let's proceed to the next game. Jeff, now. who's gonna, better, Darnold or Minshew? Darnold? Who's had more success in the NFL? Equal? No, it's Minshew. I think Darnold's had more wins. Well, he's also played four times as many games. He should have more wins, and he barely does. That. And he barely does. I don't even think that's true. Sam's missed more games than you seem to want to remember. So what's Darnold's uh, lifetime record? Was, was it like 4-12 and 12 or something? He's won more than that. Has he? How many games did they win last year? Four or five. I mean, I know you know the answer. How many games did they win last year? I don't want to talk about it. How many did they win? I don't want to talk about it, okay? Can you just give me a fucking answer? I don't have to do anything. So you're going to make up the amount of wins that he has now? That's what you're doing? Was it four? Was it three? Was it three wins last year? They had third overall pick. They were horrible. But Tim seems to think they they had, what, ten wins last year or something? Three or four. They had four wins. They had four wins, and he has one this year. So he has five. Did the Jets win any with a backup last year? Probably. No, I don't think so. No, they didn't. So he has five career wins, and and Minshew has three in a third of the games? It seems like Minshew's better. I don't know if it's a third of the games either. You know what? Again, you can say whatever you want. I'm not. It is what it is, right? He had a bad game. You want to crucify him? Go ahead. That's fine. In the long run. I'm not. I'm just trying to elevate Gardner Minshew, who just might be a lot better. In the long run, you're on the wrong side of this. And you keep saying that and nothing has disproved that. Well, there have been many things that have disproved it, but. Let's just please, move please, on. please, please name them. Please name the things that have disproved Sam Darnold not being terrible. Is it having the worst game in the history of football? He's played a bunch of fantastic games and he's played some bad games. But Who's you know better, Sam Darnold or Nathan Peterman? So there you go. That's that's just dumb. No, it's not that when we when you look at the history of the worst games of all time, you have two quarterbacks. You have Sam Darnold, number one. In the number two worst game of all time, Nathan Peterman. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm tired of listening to you berate and upgrade Sam for having a bad... He's a really good quarterback. You don't know what you're talking about. Let's move on. Now I'm very upset. You've gotten me angry now. Did you know... 
Did you know he had more interceptions? His interception total was higher than his passer rating in the game. Yes, I am aware of these things. Thank you. I have been informed all day. I don't know. that. That's a new NFL record, though. No one's ever done that before. He played badly. I know he played badly. You know that I know he played badly. You know that I know that the people listening know that he played badly. <laughs> you're just trying to wind me up, and I'm not going to let you do that. I but you did. You're, you're not going to let me wind you up? Are you sure no, about I'm that? Pretty no, sure. Are, so are you sure about that? So it's not Sam Day Night Football anymore? <laughs> no, it was a disgrace. <laughs> it was think? a disgrace. But it was a record performance. Like, yeah, new record. Record performance. If someone would have told you like great. at 2 o'clock yesterday that Sam was going to set records. Are you willing to accept w- that Sam's not ready for prime time? Well, no, because he's had a couple of great primetime. He's had one great primetime game. Against who? Against Detroit, his very first game. Detroit sucked last year. Come on. Why do you believe that your team is, like, above other teams and that you're above getting embarrassed? Well, they're above certain teams. Not above every team, but there are certain teams that are just historically just laughingstocks. The Jets have had at least a history of making the playoffs on a somewhat consistent basis. Okay, so they, they threw up the stat last night. So Tim wants to say that, you know, oh, the Lions and the Browns and all these other teams, they're, they're not even in the class of the New York Jets, which is not true whatsoever. The it Patriots have won the division, the AFC East, 10 consecutive years. You know how many division titles the Jets have since 1970, Jeff? Four? Two. Great history, though. They're, they're a great franchise. Fantastic stuff. I mean, you want me to say they're more accomplished? Of course they're not. I'm well aware of it. No, but you're about as accomplished as, like, the Lions and the Browns. What's the purpose of this exegesis? Well, you're the one trying to elevate the Jets above these other teams. I'm I'm standing up for the other franchises. Well, it's good to see you comforting the afflicted. It's very noble of you to do that. Oh, oh, I mean, it could be worse. I mean, the Bengals, of course they get shut out in prime time. Of course they get, but not the Jets. The Jets are such a good franchise. They have it so good. (laughs) That's basically what you've been doing. Yeah, well, those teams are minor league uh, teams compared to how important the team in the biggest city is. You mean mean the, the the bastard stepchild of New Jersey? Yeah, they're still the AFC team in the largest market. Uh, and that should make it even more embarrassing that they're not a premier AFC franchise, by the way. Well, they, they are. They aren't. Okay. I I don't, we have this argument way too often. I know it's just people need to consistently hear it because it makes no sense from your perspective because you're always wrong. They're the Anaheim angels of the NFL. Yeah. I don't. don't They're they're the ducks. They're, they're the Anaheim ducks. (laughs) Stanley like the, the, yeah, oh yeah, at least yeah, the Ducks fair, win. Fair. The Ducks that, that's have a good a, point. They're sort of up. like, Jeff, question for you. Yeah. Is there a chance that the XFL New York team is more popular than the Jets? No. <laughs> is there a team in New York? I'm sure there is. It's a big market. Hey, you can just have teams there, and people don't have to care about them, but you can have them. There's enough people who like idiots who will show up to them. Look at the Jets. Next game. We're going to London, Jeff. Cincinnati at... The Rams, minus 13. The Rams are favored in this game. 48 and a half is the over-under. Is that too much credit for the Rams or the Bengals this bad? Glenn is off his, he had the concussion, then he got suspended, but he'll be back for this game. I don't know if that means really anything, but it should improve their offensive line. 
Atlanta was a team that needed to be picked on. They were a team that the Rams were going to get scoring their points against. You would think since he would also represent that. Then it's a London game. I don't know. I don't have a strong vibe on this one, but I guess you make me pick. Sean McVay will, will run his points per game up internationally, so I'll, I'll take the Rams. You're going to take the Rams, Tim? Yeah, Bengals. What a terrible performance that was last week. Oh, my gracious. Uh, week after week of just disappointing uh, performances. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. I, I would not feel good about holding on to Cincinnati plus 13. Uh, I'm play the Rams. Jeff, what do you think is a better idea when hiring a head coach? Being friends with Sean McVay or knowing Peyton Manning? It seems to have an equal success rate at this point. <laughs> Both trees. So it's McVay knowing the guy who's running the plays against him? Oh, Maybe yeah, it's it, a friend of Sean McVay yeah, it's, it's versus Sean McVay. It's friends of McVay game. Oh, jeez. Does Taylor, like, know what's up with Sean McVay? Maybe he'll, like, throw some trickiness at him? No, give me Sean McVay to not lose to the friends of Sean McVay. All right, I'll take the Rams. Here. The coin is taking Cincinnati. Denver at Indianapolis. Malik Hooker appears like he shall return for this game. Indy's minus six. 44 is the game total. Emmanuel Sanders just traded to the San Francisco 49ers. So their Deshaun Hamilton gets the upgrade for the Broncos uh, as the starting wide receiver too. Now, Noah Fant can't catch. We found that out on Thursday night. That was fun as someone who holds him in a dynasty league. Hope you can figure that out at some point. Colts four, one and one against the spread. Been bad against the AFC West though. They lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Raiders. Is there something going on here? It's a weird one because Indy has shown that they could lose to some bad teams. Uh, who else? They lost uh, another weird game, didn't they? After the Raider game, or did they? No, they bounced back and beat the Chiefs, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was impressive. I don't. Part of me really wants to take Denver because Indy seems to be really close in a lot of these games but i don't know india oh, don't pretend like you don't remember who the colts also lost their other game to please we already said we said the chargers yeah, and we spoke about that but oh. am i forgetting one too I know. no they're four and two so you're taking indy yeah i don't yeah yeah i i, I don't know it's I don't another like gutless it. performance from the broncos last week they should have won the game once mahomes went out and it was 10 to 6 there there was no excuse for them to, to lose that football game at home absolutely none for them to go out there and lose 30 to six is abysmal. Uh, just, just, just terrible. Give me Indianapolis. I'm actually going to take Denver here. I, I just enjoy the teams coming off the extended break. Uh, you can run on Indianapolis. Maybe that's a bit out the window and the stats are misleading because Leonard. Oh, that was the other point I wanted to make. I'm sorry. I don't care. I'm going to make the point. The Patriots got to have four more days off than we did last week before that came. I just wanted to highlight that fact. They were coming off an extended by and uh, a mini buy and we were not we were coming off coming having to play a five o'clock game on sunday the week before the patriots had to got to play the thursday before twice this season we had to play on fewer days off than they did when we played just wanted to make that point no one cares you okay well, I, just, I needed to say it you lost by 33 <laughs> man and it should have been 39 like belichick I pity punted you. twice from the 30 I just wanted to put that out like, there. Do you think that those extra days of rest what, it would have put been? Put it out there for who? To comfort you? Yes. And let the fans know. that I mean, you talk about trying to fight an uphill battle. It's just you haven't advantage. left a time zone this year, buddy. Well, you know, we don't control that. You know, you are, your opponents are already preset. I'm saying your, to- you, you, your schedule is favorable. 
and yet when you look into it, they found every little way to disadvantage us when they seemed like they could. You, you had you got your guys in the playoffs last week and thought if you won the game, you could go to the Super Bowl. They're still going to probably win six or seven games only because of how soft that schedule is. You better hope they do. What if they don't? What if they don't win another game? That would be a profound disappointment. It shouldn't be because you had already given up on this season. Instead, you would not be talked back into it. Look at you. You're a wreck. Yeah, but I'm a wreck of my own making. What happened to being Zen? You kept preaching how Zen you were being. What happened to that? I'm like Macbeth. I'm too far stepped in in blood. I can go backwards or forwards. Just have to live with it. Tim got woke. Yeah, I mean, Tim, if you're going to go with the Macbeth reference, you're clearly one of the witches. Because all you do is sit around drinking witches blue. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm going to take Denver in this game. I think you can run enough on Indy. It just seems it's another team that got a primetime game, looked bad, extended rest. Everyone's in love with Indy now. They're like, oh, they're a fringe Super Bowl contender. They might be, but they can definitely not cover this game. Indy is the first leg of a of a free money money line parlay this week. That's where we're going with the free money this week. So no no more teasers. We're going Indy money week. line. What Not is the week. what is the Indy money line? Minus two seventy is what I'm seeing. Okay, so minus two seventy. That could very well change. Curious where he's going with this. If that's the first one. Well, that's also like would have been an easy six point teaser game. So I don't know what 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 else he has planned. Next game. Chargers at yeah you didn't think your time was coming did you I'm always ready we spent 46 minutes ripping on Tim let's get into this Chargers at Bears Bears favored by oh my Super Bowl yeah Tim Super Bowl pick (laughs) in week eight Chargers and Bears Bears favored by four at home the over under in this game is 40 before I make my pick here because I have a very strong take on this game Tim Yes. You said on last week's show you were going to disavow your pick on the Chargers and release them from the curse and have a new Super Bowl pick. Forrest Lamp goes out last week. It's just more just throwing the curse, just shoveling the curse on. Are you actually going to give up on the Chargers or is that fake news? No, listen. After the game on Sunday, I was asked by a certain super fan (laughs) not to change my pick. However... I'm going to change my pick. I'm picking the Patriots. No one believes that. Not to win the Super Bowl, but to make the Super Bowl. I'm going to pick the Patriots. I think any there's a several of those NFC teams that could get them in the in the Super Bowl. The Packers or Packers or Saints are, are exactly the types of teams that could beat them in the Super Bowl. But uh, in the, to get there, I, I'm releasing formally the Chargers. I disavow them, and uh, I am with great reservation and annoyance saying that I'll, I'll take the Patriots. I'm tired of being wrong. So I don't believe that for a second. See, this is the problem with this is that he's let go of the chargers who is fully convinced we're going to go to the Super Bowl and win it with rivers winning the MVP, by the way. And now he's made like a phony pick to get off of them. Cause we know that he doesn't believe that the Patriots are it's not a phony pick. It's a they phony pick. It's a, it, it, it feels like, I don't know how legitimate letting go of the curse is going to be when Tim is making phony picks. It's not phony. They keep blowing teams out. At some point I just have to shake my head and say, okay, this is where the train is going. You just have to accept it. Like, I don't want to get off at this stop. I'd rather this team 
you know, went the other direction and that, that the Jets were the team that was on, was on the train or the Chargers were the, the team that's on the train, but it's the Patriots that are on the train and they're taking this thing to Miami. That's just where it's going and it's how it is. And I still think they can lose the Super Bowl. And I, I think I'll probably pick against them if they, you know, one of the three or four best NFC teams get there. But yeah, I'm, I'm releasing completely. And you know what? I'm releasing the Bears too while I'm at it. I'm, uh, I'm going to take on Green Bay and I'm going to pick the, the Packers in the NFC. They're playing fantastic football. I think they're the best team in the in the conference, and their home field advantage is, is significant. So taking this opportunity, it seems serendipitous that both my Super Bowl teams play each other in the middle of the season, and I am taking this opportunity to, to formally release them both. See, this is good news for you, Jeff. Not only because I know you asked him to not release them, but here's what would have happened if Tim didn't <laughs> release them from the curse because you wanted one of those top eight picks but if they were still cursed they'd win enough games to have like the 13th pick and you didn't want that it's still real to me damn it now you can wager on the chargers right now to win the afc i believe at 50 to 1 jeff i don't care uncursed guys could be coming okun could be back this week like screw forest lamp you get okun back you're looking a whole lot better all of a sudden derwin james coming back you have an opponent who just looks absolutely trash this week i love the chargers in this game plus the four i don't know if they end up winning but this should, this reeks of field goal game walk us through uh, the tennessee though because that's bad for you because you had you were talking about your buddy who's late fan that did you see it coming because it felt like everyone could see it coming as soon in as the house t- that's not torn down According to Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why are they putting Melvin Gordon back in the game? I don't know. You, you run this Eckler offense, and it looks like the Chargers, the first two weeks when they were really good on offense, they can't be stopped. And all of a sudden, you, Melvin Gordon just randomly dropped the ball at one point during this game. He broke off a six-yard run, which I believe is his longest of the year, and just dropped it. Fortunately, it bounced back to him. I don't know. I have nothing. I don't have this like soliloquy like Tim that just... Uh, just I don't know. You need to get fired up again. They're they're uncursed. I think this week will be fine for them, but I don't know. They just and Melvin Gordon just I hate him so much. I hate him. He ruined it. He ruined it. He came back. We were like fourth in the league in yards per play. It's so real to me. I literally like disgusted myself. I disgusted my wife after the loss. Like she saw me try to tranquilize an elephant. Did it work? It, oh, yeah, it was gone. How gone. Was the, how was the McCain cake? No, no time for cake. <laughs> There's no time for cake. Uh, See, this is why people feel sorry for Jeff and ha- and, and uh, right, It was just bad. I don't know. I was so happy. They were fighting so hard. They didn't deserve shit. And then they just sort of came alive. And it was sort of like the type of win that so typical Chargers... As much as the loss was, it was a win that I felt would have really catapulted them. As they're getting healthy, maybe Ingram comes back next week. Okun should be back. What a fucking piece of shit. I don't know. I hate being that guy. I get mad at people when they do it, like, with golfers. I never felt that way about a golfer in my life. I don't care if you missed, like, a two-footer for, for a week. Like, that cost me a milli make. I, I hate I hate him. I hate him so much. His phony fucking piece of shit, loser, attention-seeking behavior, Twitter, every chance he fucking gets. And where are you now? Where are you now, man? Like, where the fuck are you? 
<laughs> oh, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Where are you hiding, you fucking pussy? Do you think he's going to get his extension? I fucking hope he drives off a cliff. No. I, that's like where I am. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate myself for saying it. I hate him. I hate him. I, I hate him. There's good news for the Chargers here. Yeah, that's fine. I hate him. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Maybe more. I hate him. Maybe more. more, more he could fucking take that Travis Benjamin and fucking jump out of an airplane. So mad. I'm so mad. It's still real to me, damn it. Thank you for saying the things that need to be said. <laughs> Mr. Funk. How much of this blame has to be put on the coaches? Like, what Why? You, why are you putting him back in the game? It's not like he's... It's run, half it's, a fucking it's yard. Like, it's not like he's run onto the field and be like, what's Melvin doing out there? Well, I guess he's in the game now. It's half a yard. Yeah. Don't fucking get it and don't fumble. Why doesn't River just sneak it? Why not? I don't know. But whoever has the ball shouldn't fumble. Maybe. Well, how about the guy who's doing all the work for you to get you down there? Maybe just give it to him. Maybe I that tried works. that. I tried to fucking sneak him in motion. I don't know, but I don't have any hate. I don't even hate any of the coaches. But they coached Pineville. They were in a tough game in Tennessee. They did what they had to do. I wish they could play the whole game with a little more fucking tempo. They wouldn't know what that was if fucking hit him in the face. I'll hit him in the face. Hit you in the face. But I, man, what the fuck? Who fucking fumbles like a pussy? Half a yard. Go get it. Dick up. So you were in bad shape on Sunday night. No, I was in no shape. <laughs> there wasn't any shape to be bad. I said, Lily, I need you to just go to bed easy because daddy needs to, needs, daddy just needs you to be asleep. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'd offered you the recipe if you wanted, but you're too much of a prude. I don't know how you slept last night. Uh, not well. Tim also lost the election last night, too. It was like doubly <laughs> as bad. I had a lot of DCs, and uh, I put on a podcast, and I thought, well, at least the World Series starts. That would be a lot fun. of DCs, you DC's in a podcast. People cope with this differently. But see, now, Jeff, don't you feel better having yelled at Pat now that we've both had an opportunity to yell at him on this podcast? I'm like the therapist here. I'm just trying to work Bro, I'm out not your... Mad at the, I'm trying I'm to not, get your real emotions out. You need I'm to let them out at, so you can move on. I'm not the mad at the coach for letting the more physical running back try to get the half yard. You, you should be mad at Lynn. You, you, he's you mis, should he's be misallocating resources that he has. Well, no, I'm not. Okay, sorry. I am annoyed at the whole game flow of it. But I'm not annoyed that if they want to run the ball there, that's who they, who they choose to run the ball. Well, I don't, no, I don't, I, I don't I, even I understand. I don't even understand that part of it. Well, maybe you, sh maybe you don't, but that's how I feel. That's, but like, I, I, that's like when the Giants used to bring in Brandon Jacobs because he was real big and he never got a fucking yard. I don't know. You need a half tough yard that like they know is coming. You just go with the fucking guy, the bigger guy. Like, do you? Because who was the best guy to get one yard in Chargers history? The guy who used to run into the pile and just pop out on the other side because he was little. Why didn't the old man is. just it's take Tomlinson. that and go over the top? I don't know. He, did, he doesn't do that ever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't even throw. Because there are probably two free throws to be had. 
And then you still have the time. I don't fucking know, man. I just, I don't know. But I hate him. I, I He came back and he fucking ruined everything. I, I would cut him. I would fucking cut him. I don't care. Actually, I wouldn't. I would just never play him. No, he's shit. Like, what's even his compensatory pick at this point? That's like his worth to the organization. Remember, this is what the Packers did to Ty Montgomery last year. He fumbled that ball against the Rams. Never again. Never again. Never again. I could see it. If I were the if I were the general manager of the Chargers, I mean, I figure I don't let him have a fucking re whatever somewhere else. But I wouldn't do anything. No, because I wouldn't do anything that helps him try to earn a cent next year. I'd fucking sieve him. (laughs) Okay, like he is fucking. Jesus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Probably gonna did you write down the time code? Did you write down the time code for that one? I did. Probably gonna bleep that one. <laughs> I want to bleep that one. I, I, whatever. No, I I like the raw emotion about it. You're up. I went I went I had to get some dental work done and I just called my dental dentist. Plan. I just called the dentist yesterday and said I gotta come in. I like deserve the pain. Today's the fucking day. No Novocaine? No, whatever. I what, but I'm just saying, like I deserve it. Like I dominatrixed myself. So you're like a secret Paul Giamatti in billions? No, I don't know what that means, but I just mean like I went in, like I just like I deserve to be punished. Punish me. Today's the day. I'm worthy of this pain. I woke up this morning and I ate a piece of cold chicken right out of the fridge. <laughs> I didn't even bother to heat it up. I was so depressed. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Like a piece of raw chicken? No, like fried chicken from the grocery store I bought last night. Oh. I had I- bought too many pieces, so I put it in the fridge. I thought I'd bring it for lunch or something. I woke up, <laughs> I got out of the shower, and I was like, you know what? The hell with it. And I ate this cold piece of chicken, and then I went to work. That's what I did today. You want to know how I coped? That's how I coped. Cold chicken. I didn't hit myself that hard since Lim brought the fucking kicker on at the end of the half versus Pittsburgh. <laughs> My buddy had to tell the people at the casino floor that I'm just like have issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how anyone's going to enjoy this show. This has been such a depressive show. Yeah, but wait till I add like the Weber Cook sad music underneath <laughs> you guys talking. <laughs> no, I, 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 I... I'm going to take a, the. It bitter. really was a win that would have catapulted us to everything we needed. No, but this is what I was saying about the Jets game. Yeah, but it was there for us. It was there for us. And we lost it. We both had games. We both had, like... When you say you don't deserve this, this is why you deserve it, man. Yeah, Tim, at no point in that game last night did you guys ever have it. Tom Brady walked, just stormed down the field, easy touchdown, and then Sam threw a pick on, like, the next play. You were down 14, like, a minute and a half in the game. It was never – see, this is why people go after you is because you just – you can't come to grips with reality, whereas Jeff seems to be – Pretty on par with how everyone else feels. That's why we feel bad well, first, for Jeff. It wasn't easy. They had to convert a ton of third downs for that touchdown. And then it became 10 nothing after the pick, not 14. And my point was that both games were trampolines to the future of something really, really big and special had they been able to pull it off. And that's why it was it's so devastating that both teams in various and different types of devastating ways 
uh, set their seasons <laughs> on fire. That's what the, the games okay. couldn't have been so now any I'm more dissimilar. The other side. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen. Tim's off us. I we are finally in the perfect spot. You seem to be smart enough to know it, Pat. I see. Well, no, I see hold the, on. I see the Chiefs game in four weeks. If not one. Is not not back, one. They can reel off. Not in a row. one time. No, we can't. Yeah, the schedule is hard. It's hard, but they're a good team when they're healthy. Okay. No, but this is the spot. And what I mean by this is the money making spot. This is the spot people love the guy for. And that's Philip Rivers on the road getting more than a field goal is is a money quarterback. You could laugh at me. You could think I'm nuts. They've been favored. They've been annoying. They've been in letdown spots all year. They're finally getting points on the road. And this is where Philip does it. This is where we, he does it. I mean it. To get Ingram and Russell back. I know the Bears got problems. Yeah, I think this is going to – we are literally going to give every – like we are going to kitchen sink this fucking sucker and and if you thought the end of the game was funny to have a camera on me you would have want that you should have seen me on the first Tennessee possession of the game where they go for a fake fucking punt and get it walking we mentioned it at the bar like I literally Jeff has been begging for this for 10 years uh, yeah and to not spy it as I mentioned like we were playing a coach who would cut his dick off like that's what a coach who says he'll cut his dick off will do not mid-transition Roker. But I don't want anyone on my staff to lose their job. I don't. I think it's a staff. I also... Well, you could hire Gase next week, apparently. No, but I also believe when healthy, it's the right staff for the team. And I also believe that the it would be really dumb, I think, in Rivers' potential like final year... Although he doesn't have a contract for next year, and I was like, went to bed afraid that like he just would have said, "I'm done." This is it. I'm too cursed. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, and he wants to like go play in Tennessee, like close to Alabama, and bring the family home. I don't know. He'll get a call. His I mean, I guess we couldn't let him walk. We could like tag him. I don't think it'll get there. I don't think he wants to take the kids out of where they are. But but you never know. That should have been an easy like two year thing that still hasn't happened yet. So that's why I'm a little concerned. But back to the coaching staff, um, Wizenhunt has, like, given me Hamas vibes this year. But I think the worst thing, when we're getting it right, like, there are good things there. And I think it would be really silly to make Phillip learn a new offense when, like, it really might be one more kick. And I would argue next year, give me, like, a top eight pick and let's try to, God willing, be healthy. You seem to think something's here for this year. I do. Just... Curse lifted, a lot of good news. But I do think I do Chargers. think it's finally like a good spot game for them. Yeah, if these, that makes any I, I sense. I feel like these two teams are incredibly even. Uh, obviously, the Bears have the better defense, but the run defense has been horrendous recently. Now maybe they'll just give the ball to Gordon like eight times and he'll fumble eight times. I don't know. But there's but, six of us left, Charger fans. That is, and let's go. I like this plus four Chargers. You like the plus four. Tim, you said the Bears? The Bears, they're the second part of a four-team money line parlay. I think Chicago rips them apart. Chicago's a proud team. Oh, my God. And was I right? Like, were we ever – sorry, I can interrupt him if I want to say this. There's a lot of that going on today. I was (laughs) – were we ever more right, like, when he picked the Chargers? Like, it wasn't going to be, like, fill up AC. It was going to be the most – painful agonizing experience death by a thousand cuts i believe was my exact quote and that's what happened and i would say it's it's almost been worse 
A thousand and one cuts. Right to the artery. I don't know. But now those have healed. So what's Chicago's money line? Chicago's minus 210. I'm surprised I'm not getting more points. Chicago, I guess, looked that bad. I didn't get to experience Yeah, ever since they embarrassed Kirk Cousins a couple of weeks ago, they have not played well. Next game, Giants at Detroit. Just give me a timeout. You're on timeout? All right, just make your pick, and I'll talk to Tim about it. A full touchdown's a lot. The week after everybody wanted the Giants, like expected them to win, I think they'll they cover. Although I'm a big fan of everything Detroit's about, and they got screwed again by refs in that game. I mean, they could have just stopped a few of those touchdowns. Okay. That okay. Helped. Yeah. They were they were up Shit's Creek a bit, but some are really egregious missed calls and not allowing them to have free plays when they should have been given free plays. Uh, that bothers me. Seven, seven. Everyone, see, everyone lost money. It feels like on the Giants last week. Not us. So I'm gonna take the Giants here plus a touchdown. Uh, I'm actually healthy leaning, again. Right? I, I'm what's that? They're kind of healthy again. Yeah, they're they're getting healthy. I don't know if Sterling Shepard's gonna be back or not, but I don't know. If you get lose at home to Arizona, maybe it's like a style clash that just didn't work out. Like going on the road to Detroit. I mean, I know those two teams tied earlier this year, but. Isn't Detroit just way better, Tim, than the Giants? Yeah, and that's why they're getting a full touchdown. But like I they should, they, they should beat them by more than this, I would think. Yeah. No, carry on. Johnson was placed on injured reserve. Yeah, I'm nervous laying seven points with Detroit ever because Detroit is one of those stupid teams that do stupid things, and the Giants but, aren't. They, well, they aren't too. Like, but I'm gonna take. I will take Detroit. I think they are. I think the, the line is fair. I think it should be right around seven ish, and I would pick Detroit to win this, like by. 10 so i'm gonna go with the lions yeah i'm gonna take the lions as well you know who's been like god awful since his first game daniel jones oh yeah he had something that midfield strip sack was was one of the i mean it was darnold-esque embarrassing oh come off of it darnold-esque what are you doing (laughs) using that type of adjective Guy makes one mistake, a couple of mistakes in one game, and now you start to define mistakes as Darnold esque. Oh, so it's every little missed field goal, Kading esque, when it crushes a team. Like, come on. Well, Peterman doesn't have a job in the NFL anymore, so we got to go to somebody. I'm saying, like, it, it actually felt like a ghost moment. They had okay. like a third down on the 40, is, and is, he drops back 10 yards and fumble. Like, I think you got to call up Bill Murray because MetLife is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> but only for the home team. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Detroit here. Uh, Philly and Buffalo. I am surprised at this line. It's the Bills minus one and a half. 43 is the over-under. It's a good thing the Jets got... It's not a good thing the Jets got wiped out because I was expecting this Philly line. Like It opened at one and a half, and it didn't move after they got blown out. So it's a massive... The book's just saying, like, the Bills aren't that good, for one thing, is basically what vegas is telling me here because i thought this would move to two and a half three maybe three and a half after watching them get embarrassed they're going to buffalo and i can't figure out really what to do here like is this a re like is philly as bad as they look or is are they just gonna be one of these teams that one week they look great on offense the next week they can't do anything and this seems like a spot where they wouldn't do anything but what are the Bills going to do here? They Yes, they have like the worst pass defense in the league, but Josh Allen has a legit five guys open 60 yards downfield every game and never completes that pass. 
The moment he starts completing that pass, the Bills are for real, but he doesn't do it. Like, if it's just going to be run, 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 run against Philly, it's not going to work. So I, I don't know where I'm at with this. I, I usually like the Bills in these close games, so I may end up taking them, but I don't feel good about it, Tim. Yeah, I'll take Philadelphia. Philly's on the short list of uh, teams for the Superwalk, that's for sure. I don't I don't, tr- I don't trust the Bills' offense in this game. Dallas coming off a prime t- – or sorry – Philly coming off a primetime game against our arch rival getting blown out. Uh, I think this is a good spot. This is only a spot to take Philadelphia. They still, I mean, they're, yes, they're terribly inconsistent, but there's still a ton of really good players in that team. I like Doug Peterson. I still think he's a quite a good coach. I think it's a good spot for them. And uh, yeah, I think they go into Orchard Park and win. I agree with everything Tim said, and I just wish I had the balls to pick Denver because I it would mean that I would consistently be betting all these teams that got embarrassed on this latest slate of prime time, but I'll take Philly. You're going to take Philly. Here's the one. It's just a weird game. I think Philly's going to, going to get them. Here's the biggest issue. It just, the best way to get to the bills and beat this defense. And I'm putting my undefeated against the spread, picking the Bills so far on the line with this. So, I mean, I got to feel like I've got a good handle on the bills. Really? I had Miami last week. I had Cincinnati. Anytime that they, have basically been favored by more than three points. I've picked picked against them. So this would fall into the pick Buffalo zone of where you want to be because uh, they're only favored by a point and a half. You're only asking them to win by a field goal. They can do that. It's not a problem. But to beat the Bills, you want to run on the edges against them. And it really kind of flusters their defense. Miami actually had a bit of success doing that with Mark Walton last week. You get them running off tackle, you hit the edge, and then you turn downfield. Um, their DBs are great in coverage. They're not the best tacklers in the world. The issue becomes... Philadelphia loves running the ball up the middle with Jordan Howard. That's the only time they're successful running. And Miles Sanders can't get to the outside. So I don't know exactly how they're going to move the ball. The biggest thing, Tim, in the week one, when the Jets played the Bills and Cratter was eating them up on the inside, is that what Ertz is going to do this week to them? I think Ertz should have a very good game, yes. But then you also have these Philly guys like, what happened with Aguilar when he didn't try to catch that ball? Yeah, he like spaghetti armed it but he didn't even reach out for the ball i I remember watching it live because i just gotten back from my trip and uh that was the game i was watching i was like really why won't you delay out for this seems strange like most pros would have you know uh, someone like i don't know like julio jones would have like thrown himself in front of that every time without question I got no idea what you're talking about because the <laughs> tranquilizers were just were just hitting the system. Yeah, there was this like 55 yard like Wentz bombed it, and Aguilar was open, and he hit him in stride, and Aguilar like put his hands out and then like brought them back, and the ball landed like a foot in front of him. It's it's like he lost it in the lights. Like have you ever had that situation? I guess I mean now nah, I don't play baseball anymore. I play softball. Yeah, yeah sure. But like sometimes like you'll look up in a night game, and you just look directly into the lights and you don't know where the ball is. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, I hope it's here. And it lands like 10 feet away from you. It's essentially what happened. Saw the first 10 minutes of that game. The Eagles looked like they weren't ready to play a rival. They've been really bad in the first quarter so far. Yep. They sure, sure have been. Sort of like the opposite of Oakland, who looks really good in the first quarter every single week. Yeah, we were talking with them. That that Oakland game was very deceiving. The actual score of that game and how well the Raiders actually played. Yeah, but they they got Derek Card. We'll talk about it when we get there. I don't know what I want to do here. Paul, you're the Bills fan. You're just going to take the Bills and lock them in like every week? The the Eagles can't stop anybody. Uh, Through the air? Yeah. They're not going to... That's not the Bills' bread and butter, though. 
Yeah, running up the gut with uh, – or having Josh Allen run it around is – I think we're going to kill him. I think last week – like, I think what this line is representing is that the world just saw the Bills somewhat struggle with Miami. It was a really bad <laughs> first half. And I guess if you force the Bills to throw the ball a whole bunch, Josh is going to make some mistakes. I think this Eagles team is done, though. Oof, that's a hot take. Eagles That's quit. I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm not going to go against my thing that anytime the Bills are not favored by more than three points in a game, I'll take the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Believe in the defense. Seattle and Atlanta. Game's off the board because we don't know who is starting for the Atlanta Falcons. It could be Matt Ryan. Probably not going to be him. It's probably going to be Stump the Shub. Pick six city. <laughs> <What> a- <laughs> not that funny. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I haven't thought about that show in 10 years. We could do that show with you. Um, Tim. It's off the board, so. Well, it's off the board, so pick a winner. We're all picking Seattle. Seattle. Atlanta sucks. How dare the Falcons play? I I mean, what's the spread going to be? A touchdown? Uh, This initially opened at plus three and a half or minus three and a half for Seattle. And then it went off the board. So anyone who caught it. Okay, this feels like it should be minus 10. What what kind of way was that for the Falcons to act on TV? That was my opinion. Like, come on. Why would they do? That's like, they, they embarrassed oh. themselves at home where they were like a three or four point dog. You no, know, your and picks embarrassed themselves. Really. What is like, more embarrassing? The Jets, Tim's picks from last week, or Devonta Freeman trying to fight Aaron Donald? Are you talking about Tim's full card or his Twitter money-making picks on all Sunday? Of them. But, but people made a ton of money off that because they just picked the opposite of Tim and parlayed it together for like six to one. Bullshit. <laughs> So we'll just make this game a pick em for us because it's off the board. So we'll hopefully get a free one in Seattle. What would be the number? Let's try to guess the spread. Touchdown. Of this game. Touchdown? No, not, not quite. Six and a half? Six then? I'm going to say like, yeah, six. Minus six Seattle on the road. And I would bet. I don't know if I'd bet it. but I That stadium it. is barren. Yeah, there's nobody there. Now, like, it's only fine, full, full and fun if it's like a place to be. Is Georgia yeah, good this year? Yeah, but they don't play there. They would no, only just, play there for the SEC title yeah, but game. but is Georgia good this year? They lost a really embarrassing game last week. All right. They also won a big game this year. Yeah, they they still have what's in front of them, but they lost a really embarrassing game when I was in Vegas, I think. Paul? The play here is probably just Seahawks team total over because the Falcons can't. Like, how is this not on your money disaster. line ticket? Because well, there's, the there's no board. line. Oh. <laughs> Asked and answered. Tim, yeah, are you going to grace us with the World Series prediction? We're not there yet. I, oh, we have. That's part of the show. I, I assume we're just going to do that at halftime. All right, I, I will give one. I don't know if he gets to pick the World Series. Well, I'm already, going to anyway. He's already made his. I don't know. October is the best month because of the World well, we'll, Series. We'll also Tim. get to that. <laughs> Tampa at Tennessee. <laughs> Why is that funny? Was with this guy? What he did got, he, make he, got him, he got himself all worked up, and now he's just going pure no, insane person on us. I could just see how annoyed Pat is. Tampa at Tennessee. Tennessee minus two and a half, coming off a win. Forty-five and a half is the over/under. Was a win. Weird game. I like Tampa a lot in this game. Yeah, yeah. A, they're going to be a publicly backed underdog, Are which they? is something you kind of want to stay away from. Are you sure th- about that? Yeah, I Tennessee. Think, I think <laughs> the Titans. No, because Tennessee in the win have like stank. 
Do you know what I mean? Like if they win, just bet against them the next week? No, I mean like, yes, they won. They might have covered people's bets, but the market won't react kindly to it. It'll simply be the Chargers are charged on. The Chargers charge Tampa off a bye. Um, easily to me a publicly backed underdog here. I don't really want to bet on any of these teams. Is Jameis going to play well? I saw you had him higher than I... I, I, I like him in fantasy. I saw you had him pretty decent in your rankings. Well, here's a fun fact about Jameis. Um, the last time we saw him, he threw five interceptions and fumbled. How many fantasy points do you think he had in that game? Oh, he had a lot. Yeah. Because he was on my bench, but... Yeah, it was like he scores 20, fantasy yeah. points every week, regardless of how good or bad he plays. And you got to... I don't know. When the Chargers went up-tempo, there seemed to be some ways to move the ball. And they're like yeah. eight minutes, here's they the tried thing. to Tennessee's play fast. Tennessee's pass defense sucks. And so... Does the Bucks pass defense? This is going to be a higher scoring game than people think. I have Tannehill higher in my rankings too than I probably should. I like AJ Brown this week. Like, I if I had to bet this game, I'd bet over forty five and a half because people think of Tennessee, they think of a slog, but that is not the way that you beat the team with the best run defense in football coming off a of bye week. Uh, I think that Tampa Bay may have gotten some of their shit figured out at least offensively, and just. Maybe use O.J. Howard. Maybe that's the thing you can do. Yeah. Stop using three awful running backs. Apparently they're turning down trades for him, so they might have a plan. I'll side with you. I don't love it, but I'll side with I said, you. I like the over more than I like the spread. Uh, we're all taking Tampa. The one question I wanted to ask you is, because you're usually into this with Tennessee, that when they went to Atlanta, it's like this is exactly the team that Tennessee beats. The fantasy superstar team, the all-flash team, all-skill team Tampa's, that has no grit. Tampa might be that on perception, but their run defense says they are not a team that you can bully. Shockingly, Atlanta has a very good run defense, too. It's just everyone passes all over them, so you never get to see it. They shut down Gurley last week. Gurley did nothing in that game. If you have two mediocre receivers, because Atlanta can't put pressure on quarterbacks and they can't defend receivers, you can do whatever you want to Atlanta. And then once you're in open space for Atlanta, they don't know how to tackle. So it's a big problem. Um, I don't know how we got there, but sure, give me, give me Tampa. I don't know. I'm hoping that their big play receivers just make the more big plays. Both of these defenses are live on DraftKings this week, too. Tennessee and Tampa both sport bottom five offensive lines and giving up sacks. Is Tannehill the answer, Tim, though? If he is, then that's a terrible question that's been posed. I, I mean, I'm not against Tannehill. I prefer Mariota in some ways, but I prefer Tannehill in others. I think they're both really good quarterbacks when they have a system around them and everything's going right for them. Like, they're, they're, they're career backups. That's who they're going to be. They're never going to be so bad that they'll be out of the league, but they'll never be good enough to like take control of a team. Like they can catch lightning in the bottle, lightning in a bottle for a game or two. They always have been able to, but in the end, you can't really rely on them. I mean, Jameis is like that too. But again, I don't think Tennessee can score at the rate that Tampa can. And if it's going to be this close, and Tampa's coming off a bye, I think Arians will have them ready. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Coin is taking Tennessee minus two and a half. I'm curious to see a lot of these games. I'm actually very curious to see what the money breakdown is. Like if the world is on Tampa and it's like 90% Tampa, I'll probably end up betting Tennessee when it comes to Sunday. Same as that Philly Buffalo game. Like I doubt, I doubt Buffalo is going to be a heavy favorite though in the betting market. No, I don't think people are going to line up to bet the bills after most people lost money with them last week. Yes, this is true. We are missing two important factors from this game, though. One, we get deprived Jameis versus Mariota, which I would have liked to see. Deprived is a strong verb. 
Well, I mean, you get the number one pick versus number two yep. pick. Both their contracts are up at the end of the year. Would have been a fun. That would have been a fun narrative that could have made this game a lot more fun than it is. But Tim, the one for you, Hump Daddy Revenge Game. The Hump Daddy will be on my DraftKings. The only thing I did well this week is I finished second in our big DraftKings league because I hit on some big players. And uh, Hump Daddy will be in my. By lineup. big, does it mean like ten guys? I don't know. Who did you? Who did you take on your team? Uh, who did I taste? You had AP, yeah. didn't you? No, I mean, when he says, oh. like, he finished in second, like, how many people? Oh, and ours, there was 11 people. Right. Top two pay. So he, he won the monies. Mm-hmm. I didn't win. Tell you that much. Had a bad week. Yeah, because without McCaffrey, what do you do on DraftKings? That's like your play. It is very distressing. I believe Dalvin Cook. I know I had Dalvin Cook. <laughs> that would be the move. I had Barkley. He went Cook. Cook was the right move. Let's see. Well, I've got my team here. Hold on. This This is fascinating, by the way. Uh, who else went crazy for me? Yeah, Cook went crazy. Darren Waller went crazy, and uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Low owned Michael Thomas, very good. All and right, Devontae Parker was cheap. So, who? Devontae Parker was a cheap, uh, good. Oh, Devontae Parker. All right, that ended up working out. He got a touchdown. All right, we're at the midway point. Tim, your World Series picks. Let's hear them. Uh, it doesn't I'm matter what your World Series picks are. I kid. Hit me. Astros in five. So, if the Nationals end up winning this, Jeff... Yeah. I would hate it. I can't have the former Expos winning the World Series. I can't you, have it. Do you think that they need to start, like, sending Tim gifts or something like that? Maybe. He picks the Capitals to win the Cup for, like... Every year. Ten straight years. Yeah. Gives up on them, has them going out in the first round because they're trash, they go on to win the Cup. If you go back and look at Tim's previous World Series picks from other years the Nationals have made the playoffs, Tim, how many times do you say out of, let's say, the last four times the Nationals have made the playoffs, how many times did you pick them to win the World Series? Four? No, there was one year the Mets were also there, and I picked the Mets. I am guilty of that. I've always been a sucker for the Nationals. I always bought into that team on paper. Yeah, I used to as well, but this year I just didn't because I thought the Dodgers were I don't – I'm amazed – I don't know. It's hard. The Astros are minus two thirty series favorite. So, but they're now Andercursed. They're now Andercursed, and I, like game one, you can bet Max Scherzer a plus one eighty. Well, the way, I was but talking, I don't, I don't I, feel I, it. I, I haven't watched a second it. of baseball all year, but just me looking at the matchups, I looked at the the starting pitching. So you have you have Cole, you have Verlander, and you have Grinky. Who's the other? Are those the three that Houston's running out? Basically, yeah. Like that's great, but. Is it as good as what Washington has? Might not be. And Washington's like last sixty games is better than anybody. So I get you, but look at who the the Astros line up one tonight. My biggest concern is all yeah, the. If you, oh, only, here, have, if you only have to win two one, then in my no. But here's here's the problem I think for Washington, and especially having to play games in the AL Park is their bullpen fucking sucks. And yeah. if and if the Astros can survive. Um, if the Astros can survive like close like being close games through six innings, I can't see how they don't distinctly dominate the later stages of games. And while the Nationals, I agree with you, probably do overall might actually have a starting pitching advantage, maybe, or at least you can make that case. The Astros pitching is definitely good enough to to hold with it where the game goes late and give me the Astros every time. Yeah, is probably gonna win the Cy Young. He's the, the best pitcher in the series. I mean, he can win the Cy Young all he wants. That'd like the no second they the got series. the second, you know, yeah. And in the American League games, those pitchers could be out of the game earlier if they're faced to have a key at bat or something. So no, Nash- Nationals have no chance. Whoa, <laughs> no chance. Okay, I'm out. I'm out on them. 
I don't want, and I don't want them to win. It would actually be painful to see the former Expos win the World Series. I don't actually want that. Well, the Astros have kind of embarrassed themselves too. If you're I don't like that the Astros. I, I don't, I don't need, like that. That is a something I saw come up on Twitter. I read the story. I was like, you know who doesn't need to comment on this? Me. This is a weird story. It is. Yeah, it's, it is. A, I, I and it's it. even weirder that the Astros are like dying on the hill of it too. I said I didn't want to talk about it. That's all. You don't have to talk about it because it's now like a Good Morning America Today Show story. Like the Astros yeah, allowed it to they, get they there. Let them talk about it, and they sat and they will. They should. Yeah. No. And we don't have to. You know what we're going to talk about instead? Football. No. Tim ranked the best months of the year. <laughs> so Tim, please hit us with your list. Okay. So the best month of the year is October. That's number one. Why? Well, first. Television. We don't we don't need to get the why, just give us the list. October, February, January, gap. December, November, March, gap. April, June, May, gap. July, September, and DFL is August. Okay. So months of the year can really depend on where you live. So if you live in like a super hot climate, I could see Tim's list kind of proving true. If you live in like Australia something like that it would make a lot of sense tim where you live that is the fucking most insane thing i've ever heard no it's oh you say that so often my i like, don't who likes february who's having fun in february i don't know what it does for him the best tv shows are on at that time of year for sweeps <laughs> plus you have the super bowl sweeps, sweeps are, are sweeps even a thing yeah, that's what i was gonna say yeah. that's so like Nielsen box days. Nielsen like, box 1991. Oh, yeah. we got to get the special guest star on Mad About You this week. We got to make sure. Yeah, we got to make sure people don't go out on Thursday. Now it doesn't matter. You watch what you watch. You steamroll it if you want to. August no, is the best month. I okay. August my, has the best weather. It has the fewest amount of responsibilities for people. It's great. It's just a very casual month. You get to chill in August. It's awesome. Oh, cool. My it's biggest. Just, qualm with tim's list because i don't disagree with as much of it as people think being a polar bear um there's certain things about the heat that i don't like but i don't like golf in the summer of course i don't understand why he has october number one but september a step away from dfl because September is a fake month that likes to pretend as if it's fall when it's really summer and it's hot and it's humid and I don't like it. It's a phony month. That's why. I was half tempted to put a DFL. I was half tempted to put it there. At least August knows that it's a hot and trash month. September likes to pretend, oh, the leaves are falling and all the pumpkin spice lattes are out. And now that, uh, you know, Starbucks, it's September and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, it's cool and it's fall now. Well, no, it's not. It's still a thousand degrees every day and really hot and really humid. And like the, the clocks haven't gone back yet. And it's still way too light out during the day. I'm but, so like, happy I asked that. Here's, That's why. Here's the biggest problem. I don't think I suffer from sad, but I do kind of get bummed out when it's five o'clock and all of a sudden it's dark out. That makes me. Not me. I'm ready for I bed. Like, it I'm just, always it, ready for bed. It just, it, just, it, 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 it ruins my night. I yeah, like, there's nothing more, there's nothing better than uh we'll be Paul and I will be working here till like 8 p.m. some night during the summer. And we'll walk outside and it will still be light out. Jeff, it's like you have the rest. 
of the night to go conquer. You walk outside like, oh, let's wrap up early here. Oh, I walk out, it's pitch blackout. It makes you feel like a sack of shit. It's awful. Sad, I got nothing to conquer. The night. <laughs> you can own the night. No, I like it when it gets dark early. I can't wait till next week when the clocks go back. Get an extra hour of sleep on that Sunday. Not oh, that I need. Yeah, you need more sleep, dude. <laughs> but just, I don't know. I like it when it gets dark. It's standard time, back to normal time. I'm looking forward to it. October is great again because television is great. Uh, you've got the World Series. You've got football. Yeah, I mean, February's got. I never thing. thought of September as a fraud. Oh, it is a complete fraud. It's the fraud. Like it, Se- September fraud. is the best. September actually is the best for, especially where we live. The best balance between yeah, of course. hot and cold. It's the beginning of shorts and hoodie season. What? September. Not the end of, not the beginning. The end of. It. No, because sometimes the summer is too hot. Shorts and hoodie season isn't. I can wear a hoodie all twelve months. Yeah, of the year. me too. Me too. But. I don't know. So week one is like the greatest Sunday of the day of the year, arguably. So I have reverence for September. September is a month that I look literally right now. It's the middle of October. I can't fucking wait for next September. You're not looking forward to November. No, we suck. What about what about just February? You're not looking forward to February in general. I mean, I can't wait till it's February. No. Yeah, no, no one does, besides no. Tim, apparently. I like it that time of year. Why? Well, what is yeah. good about February? It's frigid. So what? I don't mind the cold. What did he say, sweeps? Well, I guess he, yeah, there's sweeps. He never leaves his house. I, guess I don't that would understand. Be the there's good, like, the Super Bowl is on. You, your month selection of best months is based on being the most antisocial person alive. Oh, I don't think that's true. Just read the list again. I mean, January and February are nice times of year. At least I like them. I like it when it's like cold and snowy and like, you know, you can hang out inside, not to be guilted about, oh, you should be going outside. It's so nice outside. (laughs) No one guilts you about it that time of year. Tim hates when people guilt him to spend time outside. Like, we're going to eat outside. It's a beautiful night. Or let's go. Let's go. Let's go downtown. Let's go for a few drinks after work. Have a beer. No, I don't want to do that. I have to go outside. Yes, Paul. I'm thinking, Tim, I'm thinking Tim's list just actually is just, he wants people to just leave him alone. Yeah, it's an antisocial <laughs> list. I don't agree with that. <laughs> it it seems that way. Like, nobody, come on, man. Living in this country, nobody likes. He's hyping up months. Like, February is actually, like, so depressing. It is the most depressing. Oh, it sucks. He's it's typing just... up months where he gets to watch shitty network TV shows alone. Yeah. It gets darker early, so you get to bed on time. And like, you what, do you, what do you say? Like, the good, like, uh, Chicago PD? Whatever. Whatever network shows are on. Like, by that point, if you've made it to February, even if you're a new show, you, you know, you're a good show. And like, No, like, no. You're le- still likely to get canceled. Well, I like February. Plus, it's... I don't know. Just there's something about that time of year where it's like, I don't know. It's just enjoyable. All right. So let's, let's you and I, Jeff and Paul, we'll rank the actual best months. I think that August or April is the best. I'll vote for April. April is sort of like the September. And I don't think I, I would have both September and October very high. See, the problem is you might get into some dicey territory with April weather. 
it might be not only cold, but also like rainy the entire time too. Yeah, my birthday's in April. April sucks. Yeah, my birthday's also in April. So like, yeah, so I'm, May. Let's say May, May and August. I think it's June. May, June, June's May, May even here kind of no. gets like, the weather's May, still kind of trash. I'm a, in May I'm a May, April, September, October guy. I don't like October. I like those intermediary intermediary seasons before the extremes like said, of of summer and winter. To be perfectly honest, I think honest. that August is just the most casual month. It's, I mean, December becomes a pretty casual month once the holiday season get, like comes around. But that's actually more aggravating for me. I don't like taking that much time off. I think there's like a nice flow to August. Like, yeah, four day work week. August. Let's go to the let's go okay, to the cottage fine. kind of thing. Like, it's just people are chill in August. The weather is awesome. Now, if you live in like Mexico and it's 150 degrees out, it's probably not the best yeah. month for anyone that lives north of the Mason Dixon line. It's awesome. It's the best. Yeah, you don't want to be in like Qatar. Yeah. You guys and are crazy. How do you hate August? He like, just is looking forward to the time where you can walk in the mall. When the heat comes on in the mall, that's Tim's favorite season? I guess. <laughs> Must be depressed. Nice. Like, you probably haven't been to the mall. Have you been to the mall in a while? Because I, I, I bet you I at least like four stores closed. I went for a mall walk in Vancouver last weekend. It was very nice. Oh, Tim actually had some growth this weekend for the first time ever. Tim, tell people what you had to eat at your brother's wedding. I had authentic Chinese food. Now, it's not the type of Chinese food that you and I know. It was stuff that... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know what you're talking about. It was, uh, there was something called black cod. It was fantastic. I never had it before. Uh, <laughs> He thinks, people don't know, he thinks that people don't know about these meals. In well, this I movie. didn't know about it. So when they said Chinese food, did you think that you were literally going to get like chicken balls? No, I was warned that it was not be like Manchu wok and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'll try. I'll eat anything. And uh, there were these things called pea tips that I'd never had before. Those were excellent. And these types of prawns with a green bean that were excellent. It was, it was really good food. I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I wasn't sure because, like, you know, I'm a traditional person when it comes to Chinese food. I like my chicken balls, my ginger beef, my spare ribs, and my chicken fried rice. Like, that's what I like. So you're a traditionalist <laughs> when it comes to your mall, Chinese, mall food. Mall Chinese yeah, food. your mall Chinese food. Yeah, you're very particular. Yes, the type I grew up eating. So I, yeah, I expanded my horizons. I tried everything that was presented. Uh, I had this thing called endive that was very, very good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. All I know from your trip is that you you stole a slate of marmalades. I didn't steal a slate of marmalades. I used a bunch of marmalades at this diner that we were at. How many did you take with you? I used a bunch of marmalades at the diner we had at. It was great. How and many, did you, how take many with you? did you take home? I didn't take any. Home. How many did you bring with you on the rest of your trip? I used a bunch of marmalades and I used the entire rack. And then we went to breakfast at this place on Saturday and they had like a deluxe version of one of those carts. You know, the ones on the table, you have like four slots. This one had like eight. It had like grape jelly and it had like blackberry jelly. So when like you it, were done at the table, what was left? I made sure to try some of all of it. I even put it on my French toast. I, I mean, you know, those waffle irons that make waffles. 
Yeah. Because I knew I had all this jam there. I made one just so that I could put some in every one of the little, you know what? This sounds crazy. Let's move on. <laughs> you wait, 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 saying it. wait you, you made a waffle in a waffle maker and filled up the individual squares of the waffle with different kinds of like terrible jelly? Essentially, yes. Like I do like two squares with the blueberry jelly, and two squares with the strawberry jelly and some with the marmalade. Did you know, Jeff, they were like, uh, what kind of wine was served uh, at the wedding? Champagne. Champagne. Champagne at the wedding. Uh, in champagne glasses? Yes, flutes. Uh, when people were drinking out of their champagne flutes, uh, what did you have in it? Well, I to needed drown. to have a DC. I needed to have a DC. Oh, so don't I even have to finish the sentence Tim. we all know what happened i filled up the champagne flute with dc and then the time came for the champagne to be poured and as it came by they were like did you want i realized that i had used my champagne flute for dc <laughs> they got me another one and so i had filled that up with dc's so i had a glass of champagne as well to go with the dc do people think that you're an alcoholic no, 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 no. They probably, they pro the servers definitely thought you were an alcoholic. I don't, I don't think. Why would I think it was an alcoholic? Because you're drinking DC out of a champagne glass. <laughs> well, it was the only glass I saw on the table. I needed to have, I didn't pour my DC. I couldn't have a can just on the table. No, but pouring your DC into a champagne glass, that, that's re- it's very classy. People I say it's it very classy, Tim. <laughs> I thought it was. Did they offer to move you to the children's table? No, they did not. Like, oh, I, I'm glad. I'm actually quite proud of you that you took the plunge and tried the authentic Chinese food. All these new things. You're expanding your horizons. Although, after was, <laughs> after, did you have the diet coke before you had the food? D- before and during. Yeah, but so if you got it before and you put it in the champagne glass, I'm shocked. Like the people didn't come over. Just be like, okay, go over here, Tim. Let's sit you down here. Here are your chicken fingers. Here are your fries. It seems like oh. one of those situations. Sometimes I'm jealous of the kids' meal. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you have bad wedding food. Wedding food's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. In this wedding, it was absolutely excellent. I have to say, I was surprised. My my brother and sister-in-law are sort of vegetarians, so they. But what do you mean thing. by sort of? Well, like they are. They're, <laughs> they're seafood, and and they'll have some seafood. And there was one chicken dish, but they didn't have any of the chicken. So, like, it was a mostly a vegetarian. Meal. Ah, so they're Episcopalians or pescatarians. Yeah. Pescatarians is what I'm looking for. I don't know what that is. Vegetarian, but don't eat, but eat fish. Oh, okay, so. I th- so that was mostly what the meals were. I mean, I rather like seafood, so it didn't bother me. Uh, it was delicious, but I'll tell you, I needed that DC. <laughs> you had to wash it down. I needed. I, it was. It was nice to have. A D- I just wish they. Yeah, I wish that I had not used the champagne flute for for DC when everyone else had not used theirs. Did you put any of your stolen marmalade on the Chinese food? I didn't didn't steal any marmalade. I just used a lot of marmalade. All right. Did you leave the diner with unopened packets of jam? I ate a lot of marmalade. (laughs) (laughs) When you were in a different establishment, did you have have marmalade from a previous establishment? 
I don't understand the question. <laughs> you know who else does this? My grandma, who grew up in the war. Didn't do anything. <laughs> she like, thing full of creamers, boom, in the purse. Because Tim has this attitude, like, if it's on the table, it's it is for his consumption. Yeah. And if his attitude about, like, saving that toast, I could see him raking home the jam. Well, baby, he does. He's not even having reheated microwave toast anymore. We just found he doesn't even use the microwave. Just eats it cold. <laughs> That's his new jam. Sad this morning. All right. Bought. Let's get back to the games. Caroline, I feel like there's a renewed sense of energy in this show now. A minute, hour and 40 minutes in. <laughs> Carolina and San Francisco could be game of the week. Minus five and a half for San Francisco. 41 and a half is the over under in this game. Kyle Allen will once again start for the Carolina Panthers because Cam is still not quite injured. Cam is going to start when he comes back, by the way. Of course he is. Because Cam is better than Kyle Allen. Anyone who does not think, anyone who thinks that Kyle Allen is better than a healthy Cam Newton is. Deserves the insane label tag that Tim gets. Because that's just pure nonsense. Also, I want to pick Carolina to win this game straight up. But I'm just going to pick Carolina to cover the five and a half. Two things here. One, both teams are more susceptible to the run than the pass. I don't even know if the 49ers can pass at this point. Because they never actually have to. But it's a situation where I just think this game is close. It's going to be very slow. There's going to be a lot of running. A lot of time is going to come off this clock. And I don't trust either quarterback to make good decisions when they actually have to. Um, And I think that between, like, the two spots where you can really get to San Francisco, at least so far this season, maybe it's just the right personnel hasn't played, is running the ball and on short passes less than five yards and getting guys into the clear, making one guy miss, and then there's no one else left on the field. Do you know who that really sounds like, Jeff? Carolina's receiver. Christian McCaffrey. He is going to be a nightmare for San Francisco. They haven't seen anyone like this so far this year. An offense that revolves around a guy near the line of scrimmage who can beat out. Like, they'll get to the quarterback. If Kyle Allen drops back to pass, they might drop him seven times. But if they just run the ball, quick passes to DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey. I think they win this game. Give me the five and a half. Uh, it seems like a strong number. Caroline off the bye. Thought it actually would be higher, like an infatuation with San Francisco. But we'll Coin like San Francisco, Tim. I know you like you probably like San Francisco. Yeah, I like the Niners. The Niners are on the uh, the money line parlay. I don't see them losing this game. Minus two forty five. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, minus 245. I, I think they're a darn good team. What else can I say? I mean, I don't trust this Panthers team much. I think the Niners know the entire offense revolves around McCaffrey, and uh, they're very well coached defensively, and I think that they'll be able to effectively try to slow him down and compel Kyle Allen to beat them, and I'm not so sure that he can. I think Allen's a pretty flawed quarterback. I think the Panthers, uh, what are they, 4-2, and two, something like that, and I think that they're – their record is slightly inflated above how good they are. So, yeah, I like the Niners at home on the West Coast after a pretty unimpressive performance last week against the Skins in a, in a rainstorm. I think the Niners uh, put the, the throttle down and beat the Panthers by a touchdown. I said, I see a lot of running. Carolina plus five in the under of 41 and a half. It seems like the play to me. That's what I like. They might lose by, like, isn't this really reek of a field goal game? Yeah, absolutely. Well, is it uh, McCaffrey's like first game back in Santa Clara, too, probably? Yeah. And he is he was banged up going into the bye week. Now he's coming out. He should be fine. Cleveland and New England. 
I mean, it's a win if Baker outperforms Sam, right? Of course. Oh, no, we, were, we had good vibes going here, Jeff, and now you ruined it. Minus 13, the Patriots are favored at home. 45 is the over-under. Or 46 is the over-under. Are you just going to take the Browns? I'm definitely taking the Browns. I don't know who in the world is betting the Browns this week, which means the Browns could potentially win this game. We've seen this happen every single week. People are in on the Browns. They get absolutely plastered. Everyone is out on the Browns. They win the game. And they're healthy again. This defense is healthy. Yeah, off a bye. This is not so much that I think that Baker goes out and beats the Patriots. I think the Patriots win this game. 13's a lot of points. And the Browns are a prototypical defense that makes Brady look bad. They have an awesome pass rush. Their secondary is now healthy all over again. That if it's a game where Brady, like, Tim, did the Jets get any pressure on Brady whatsoever? Basically none. None. The Browns are going to get pressure on Brady. You talked me into it. Makes, like, makes sense. Baker might throw them out of this spread. That's very much on the table. Of course. But I think that they cover the 13. They, they lose like 20 to 10, something like that. And they could win. Who knows? It'd be pretty fun if they won. If uh, Everyone's given up on Odell this year. Everyone's given up on Baker. This would be just the most hilarious spot to see like three touchdowns, 210 yards for Odell. Tim, are you taking the Browns? No, I'm taking the Patriots. I think this Browns team is well, trash. If they beat the Jets by X, they got to beat the Browns by Y, right? I don't care that they came off a of bye. I expect uh, the Patriots to make the Browns offense look silly. Uh, I don't see the Browns even scoring 10 points in this game. Really what do you think strong. Baker's going to do in this game? Not, not, not much. I mean, like 13 for 23 for like 104 yards and two picks. Will they like score? That. Maybe. They could score something cosmetic towards the end of the game. I, I wouldn't say that's impossible. but uh, So yeah, you're uh, anticipating they get shut out as well? Not shut out as well. That's just so painful to even hear that. Uh, I don't know that they're going to get shut out, but I, I don't think that they'll be competitive in this game. I think the Patriots will crush them. Will Freddie Kitchens coach a better game? Than- that wouldn't be hard. That duck that Mr. Burns hired to be vice president of the plant could coach a better game than Adam Gase. What about Zutroy? He could do a better job. Does Adam Gase have a race car bed? <laughs> I sleep in a big bed with my wife. <laughs> Paul, sorry, just thought about this. Remember when Gase was looking all weird earlier, like in that press, yeah, conference, press conference, the original? He was seeing ghosts. Oh. The Jets. Remember he's making all those weird faces, Tim? I had to give up rooting for the Jets because they were haunted. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the Jets are the lemon tree of the NFL, at least to what they were to Shelbyville. Jeff, you're on the clock here. Cleveland for me, Cleveland for the coin. The you talked me into it. You made it. They'll, they could put the pressure on Brady that can make it a game. A lot of pressure, a lot of chub. That's how you cover this game. And I would guess that's what they're going to do. I thought it was the Sunday nighter, but I thought it was too. No. Did it get flexed no. out? No, no, because I mean this game should have been flexed out, but for potentially no, even the marquee five o'clock game this week, right? CBS's doubleheader. No, I was going to say that the game that is currently in the Sunday night slot should have been flexed out for the next game that we're going to talk about because I think this next game is super fun. Oakland at Houston. Like people are going to be like the San Francisco. The, the late slate is good this week. I actually quite like it. It's three games. They're all intriguing in different ways. I'm very curious to see how Oakland, I mean, Houston just traded for Gary and Thorne to play DB for them. So it's an instant revenge game. 
Yeah, weird. An instant sort of like Oakland's got to sort of change all their calls now. Or, or I didn't even like that. know the Texans had draft picks left. I expect Houston has been very consistent this year. Bad first half team. Oakland good first half. Team, but by but the way. but my point being with Houston, it it just feels like the games that they're they're better than the teams or the teams that don't have the strongest defense or the defenses that can be exploited, whether it be because of injury or they're just not good. Houston has a very easy time um, doing what they need to do. And then you sort of see their last couple losses, the Carolina game, the Indy game. Defenses that can stymie them cause them a lot of of trouble. I don't think, you know, that, that might be a very booger-esque point, but it seems pretty consistent. Would, would I don't you, think, would, would you say that, that fourth and four better than fourth and nine? Yes. I don't think – I think <laughs> Oakland – has the skill sets of the teams that Houston is able to beat up on. Uh, therefore, I think I'm going to just uh, take Houston. Um, yeah. I sort of, I get the feeling you sort of know when you want to trust them and not, and I think I can trust them here. So the way that you kind of speak about uh, Carolina and Indianapolis, you're actually quite correct uh, when you like look how that defense sets up, at least the advanced metrics per DVOA, both – Carolina and Indy, not great against the run. Indy and Carolina, both really good against the pass. Oakland, the exact opposite. Quite good against the run, not so hot against the pass. They just traded Can we talk about Bill O'Brien intentionally taking a safety? I've heard people defend this. It's really stupid. And he called a timeout right before well, deciding. That's, that's, that, that, that's, that's the worst part of all of it. That's compounding error on top of error, of course. Foolish. You're down by five, not seven. It's easier to... <laughs> It's just so silly. You just keep going for it. Because if you hold the, if you turn it over, you can still hold your opponent to three and you're, you're only down eight. Like, it's not like the game was over if you didn't convert. And it's, it's not, just, and, it's, and it's not like the safety punt is pinning Indy on their own one yard line. Well, this is it too, right? It's just, it's just, it's just Bill O'Brien who is clueless, who decided that, you know, he was going to be real clever and show people that he learned from Bill Belichick how to make savvy decisions. And he just like, I don't know. It was dumb, and he thought he was real clever, and it didn't seem in the end it didn't matter because they couldn't do anything on their drive. But it was just dumb, and so that's why it, it pains me to have to back them in this game. But it just I don't know. I back the Raiders on short numbers too many times, and I just don't I don't feel it this week. I I think I think the it's Raiders going... at the very end of their like forty days without actually playing a home game, even oh, though like London then, games yeah. count as yeah. home games. At least one more week, maybe because like they don't play at home until sometime in November. So mm-hmm. at least like, they're on the road next week, and I'm going to take uh, Houston, and I have no confidence in it. I like, yeah, I don't love it. I like Oakland. Uh, I, I do see what you say about the defense that have stymied Houston. Oakland's not that defense. Houston's been good against the run. I think Oakland's able to run on them, and they're really bad against tight ends, which is not good when you have Darren Waller coming at you. If Tyrell Williams plays in this game, who's been really good and has caught a touchdown every game that he plays. I can see I can see this just being a boat race. Like the Tim kind of called the shootout last week with Green Bay and Oakland. I can see this game being kind of the same thing. So I'll, definitely, but Carr's got to be able to play ball. If, like you said earlier, if Carr just doesn't fumble the ball on the one inch line for no reason, then you know, they're right in that game. Yeah, no, it's true. The Raiders are not a bad team. That's the thing. They're like an eight and eight team. First half though, first half money line Oakland is probably where you want to be looking at. It. Even first quarter spread, whatever it might be. I, I can see it. Sunday night game, Green Bay at Kansas City. This is Aaron Rodgers at Matt Moore. 
This feels like the trap of okay. the century game. This, Four and a half is the line. This was the NFL again uh, for about eight years now. This was them doing everything they could four months ago or six months ago when the schedule came out to stick it to the World Series. This was yep. their, this was that we are going to put Rodgers and Mahomes head to head on Sunday night football and we don't care about you. There used you to be that up. cordial piece there. Remember when we were kids, they yep. didn't play on Sunday night. But, but a few years ago, Bud Selig took some shots when uh, the Eagles traded McNabb like five minutes into like MLB's Sunday night season opener. And he's like, you've ruined our Sunday night opener. I put on SportsCenter, they're talking about a football trade. And since then, the league said, oh, we'll play on that truce of a Sunday night, and we'll put our best games on it. I agree, they would do I like Steelers Saints when they were both like, what you look at the last eight years, the NFL takes almost the best game they have on the entire season. And, and they, they put it on this Sunday in, night. And, and they usually pick teams with either really bad baseball teams or no baseball teams. Like New Orleans often gets this. You got, yeah, uh, yeah, get, sure. Whatever. Right? A game that football yeah. fans want to watch. And there are more football fans than baseball my, fans. Yeah. And even the guys that like baseball, like his baseball, football will still always sort of hold over it. Yeah. Unless their specific had, team is in the baseball game. Uh, but it's a shitty game to talk about because of the quarterback thing. I had this written on my notepad. It's BS that there's even a game this week. There shouldn't be. There, didn't, there never used to be, and it's awful to have a game. No, why should the NFL subside? The NFL is the yeah. powerhouse. Yeah, they're, 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 they're going they're the, to. They're the bigger, better product. Yeah, they're not going to give away the – the NFL plays 16 weeks a year in the season. They're not giving away one of their Sunday nights. They're well, just they not. Forever. Like the NBA always never playing on the night of the national championship game, knowing that that one night a year you – you, you turn no, the, that's because no one would watch the fucking NBA against the national championship game. Well, but the, they're doing what the market will bear, and it says no. Put your powerhouse matchup on, wanna, and the people will try to win their money back on that football game instead of World Series. You want to talk about ratings in the Nielsen Nielsen boxes? It ain't Yankees Dodgers, yeah, so you know, that's you it. know what the highest rated show on TV is for the past eight years? Sunday Night of, Football. Of course it is, but it's the World Series, and I like to watch the World Series. And I, it's annoying Tim's that incapable I have of watching both. That's yeah, the, that's most impossible. of us will just stream or, or have our devices. Tim, it's like this too complex my picture, might have picture to, is broken. Tim, why don't you leave your house and go out and watch the game at an establishment? I don't like going out in the evenings <laughs> like that. I will on the odd occasion. Like, there are times on Sundays I'll go out in the afternoons to watch games, and I, that that's very enjoyable. When you but, say go out, you mean, like, to a friend's or, like, to an actual, like, restaurant once, or bar? Every, every once and again, we'll go out to a bar, but mostly it's to other people's homes. I still mean getting out of the house. Still doing something social. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to make of this game. I Four know and a half, man. It feels trappy. The Chiefs have I've, sort of been this uh, not as dominant at home uh, as we sort of alluded to recently with uh, the Patriots playoff game, that Chargers Thursday night comeback. This year they lost to the Colts. This like powerhouse Chiefs in primetime spot. But does this go to my theory? They're a good team. First game with a backup. I'm taking Kansas City. So, yeah, I guess I, I live and die by that. And I, I think the Chiefs are a good team. They're a good team. They're obviously a good team. Coins taking Green Bay. For the love of God, don't let me bet this game. I do not want to bet. I don't care how good of a week or how bad you of a week. some props. I know you wanted to, I just I want nothing to do with this game. I find it so utterly confusing. I don't understand why it's four and a half. I guess my newly minted uh, NFC champion is uh, is the spot here for me. The Packers are the last part of the, of the money line uh, parlay. 
I like the Packers in the game. I do not think without Mahomes that they can keep up. I think the line is respectful uh, towards the Chiefs. I think this probably should be like six and a half or seven. Uh, you're getting value if you're taking the pack here. Who's betting the Chiefs in this game? I don't know how you can line up and take the Chiefs. Yeah, this game could be six, eh, by, by kickoff? I don't see what put stops it, this, it. Put it this way. If this game doesn't move from four and a half, I'll probably bet the Chiefs. I, I like what you're talking about. You know no, I think like Rodgers that. Rodgers in prime time against a QB that can't kill him and a defense that can't stop him. Shit, he's not wrong either. Hopefully I win money on Sunday. I don't have to chase this fucking game. Which one are you two? The Chiefs, they're a good team with the backup quarterback playing his first game. Like Andy Reid will have this guy. The first 25 snaps are going to be good. Are going to be fine. Take yeah. Home dog, Tim. Home dog. I, I get it, but come, I, come on, dog. He's just, it's it's simple. A plus, like, when he makes the Packers a Super Bowl pick, they have to now well, win Are the Packers game. now Andrew Kirst? Obviously. Yeah. Last game, Monday night. Gross. Yeah, this doesn't deserve a whole lot of discussion. Miami at Pittsburgh, 14 and a half. Pittsburgh, know. I'm taking Pittsburgh. I guess people are now, like, <laughs> liking Miami because yeah. they've covered a couple. Yeah. Take the spread play. seems awfully high. This is going to, because we're picking every game, I'm, I'm just going to say Pittsburgh, but I do believe you'll get a better number by Monday because Miami can cover spreads according to people, but they, they're bad. Yeah, uh, underrated Mika Fitzpatrick revenge game already. And as Garyan pointed out to me at the bar when we were watching the games on Sunday, if there was ever, like this is the game that he wants Miami to win. It's the one that makes the most logical sense to him for them to win because it hurts Pittsburgh's draft pick. Which Miami has. Yes. So to, he doesn't want point. them to go 0-16. He wants them to go 1-15, but he wants this to be the game that they win. Yeah, of course. It's worth three. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not. So Pittsburgh for me by a lot. I like the fish. Why? I thought that, that they did a creditable job against Buffalo. They held up in a game. I thought they were going to get blown out. They didn't. And the Steelers still have nobody under center. And they, they their offense is still... You know, full of problems, and they have been unimpressive this season. They shouldn't be laying 14 and a half points into uh, anybody right now, and the Dolphins are anybody. So I'm going to take them. Don't care. It's just you on Miami Island, just like I was last week when Miami covered, by the way. So maybe Tim's right on this. But I'm yeah, I sweated that. Uh, you know, it's bad when, when the room, when we have to put the suicide game on the big screen. Well, it, the Bills also almost covered that game by returning the onside kick for a touchdown. Then Fitzpatrick fumbled the next snap. But, but, but quite the crazy sequence of events when Miami has like a first and goal on the two, but it's the Bills who score a touchdown like four minutes later. <laughs> Thank God. Um, I'm not in the survivor in our little no, thing. I'm knocked out, but I am still alive in, in, uh, in I, Gup's world. I misclicked in my Super 7. Last week, I clicked on the Eagles and I meant to click on the Ravens and I went six and one. I suck in that. Cost me like 700 bucks. Sucked. Um, Super locks of the week. Tim, you lost last week, so the floor is yours. Philadelphia plus one and a half. Really? Philly plus one and a half. Jeffrey. We are going to throw everything the organization has. (laughs) Good, bad, ugly. (laughs) Um, I didn't, you know, spend a lot of time during the game talking about the game. 
part of me does wish that we could just win five games this year and, and draft in the top eight. And if that has to be an offensive lineman, it's an offensive lineman. If they think that they could take the next quarterback, they could do that. But they won't quit. And uh, I know they won't. I just know they won't. They never will. And even Joey Bosa, like after the game, says, I'm coming in tomorrow. I'm going to work as hard as I ever work. And it's going to be Mondays like this that show you who gives a shit. I'm changing my pick, by the way. I'm a, I'm a dumb dumb. I'm changing my pick. I'm taking the Packers. Green Bay plus or yeah. minus four and a half. I, I get to bet if not more. I'm taking the Packers, sorry. Okay, so you're taking the Packers minus four and a half, Jeff. You're taking yeah, the church. Yeah. That's what I was going to lock in, but I won't take the same as you. You can. No, okay, that's in the, it's on the short list for me. I kind of want to do Denver. I kind of want to do the Jets. I kind of want to do Detroit or Carolina. Those would be like my four favorite ones, I think. I like Carolina. Take Jets, the, too. Jets, Jets for Tim. Jets yeah. lose by a field goal. Take the Jets plus five and a half. Too many points. Do you know what's funny? It's a free two, it's a free two and a half points. What's funny game. how this is going to work is two weeks ago, the Jets were my super lock versus Dallas. Last week, Tim gets all his courage to make them his super lock. But you'll cash this super lock this week versus Jacksonville. And we'll all have played them, but we'll we'll have proven that we know the Jets better than Tim. Exactly. <laughs> Tim, to recap, your free money teaser. Of parlay. The, or no, sorry, free money line parlay of the week. Indy minus 270, Chicago minus 210, San Francisco minus 245, and Green Bay minus what? 225. 225. What, is, is it, what does that pay? Does that even pay? One? It's probably just the exact over, same. Just over three to one. Did you do the math if that was a teaser? That over, oh, I didn't do the math on the teaser, but it, the teaser would give you probably slightly better odds. But I guess depending if you went six or seven, obviously. If but you yeah, went, you play a six point. But you'd get like you. back doors with the Bears, maybe by a point or two. Like you'd be crossing through zero. You would, yeah. but but you, you'd be you, getting maybe some saving points potentially. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if the a six point teaser would pay plus was like three ten or something like that. Something like that. Yes, this gets you three. This gets you three eleven forty seven. Seems like it would almost be the exact same. How many games is this? Four. Four. It's only four. No, probably wouldn't. This pays more. This pays more? Yeah, I think. Barely, but it pays more. All right. Try something new here. Do you want to bet the Chargers game? Not particularly, no. Tim has no money after he lost his election bet to me. What did you bet? I bet that the Liberals would win. He bet the Conservatives would win. But he predicted the Liberals to win. Yeah, he was trying to curse the Liberals. It was a bet we made like two years ago. Tim told Listen, me they couldn't lose. And I was like, I'll take that bet. You know how bad you've got to be if, buddy, you can't even beat Trudeau. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sheer just needs to get a new occupation. <laughs> to not be able to beat Trudeau with everything that was stacked against him and such a detest for him. Whatever. But guess what? According to Twitter, I'm like a liberal bitch or something. So who knows? What? Remember, like someone tweeted you, know, you I don't know, tweeted a picture in the one. Never mind. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't worry. I've been unfollowed by people that think I'm too liberal, and I'm followed by people that think I am too conservative. So, it's just so you're living where you need to be living. I guess you're, that's doing the exact right thing. People don't know where you're at. I just make fun of both sides when they are worthy of being made fun of and yeah. that's often i, I tried to tell tim that the conservatives ran a candidate who'd be best described as the guy in your friend group that everyone makes fun of that's him He's uh, a dud. yeah just a dud run anyone you win besides this guy 
I got my monies. Tim says they're keeping him too, aren't you, Tim? I think they will probably retain him as the leader, yes. Yeah, so there's another loss. We should bet it right now. Fuck. I mean, Trudeau just did blackface. What can he do next time to not lose? Honestly. Uh, <laughs> like, he did everything he could. Yeah. Everything he could to lose. Still couldn't lose. Yeah. All right, that'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. I'd like to thank The Coin for showing up today. Paul behind the camera. Jeff sitting across from me, and the angriest man in the world, Tim Undergust! Tim Undergust. That's not my name. You I are actually pretty, feel, I actually feel pretty good. I told you, between you and Jeff, you have smiles on your faces now. Talking to me good. is cathartic. I get the rage out of you, and now you feel better. This, this was very therapeutic. I feel much better about things now. Do you? No, I just went to see if that attention-seeking behavior asshole still has anything to say for himself. Who? You just, you don't even need to be on Twitter or wherever you're looking at. I don't know what you're talking about. That's that fucking guy. I don't know which guy you're talking about. Melvin Gordon. Oh, Melvin Gordon. There's never like a moment where he's not tweeting attention-seeking behavior stuff, but now he's disappeared. Maybe he's a ghost. I don't think the therapy worked as much for Jeff as it did for me. He's a fu- he's a fucking mole. He's like an asset sent from somebody else he to infiltrate. He's me. like Anderson Cooper in The Mole. No, that is an obscure reference. That was one of the very first reactions. My, my life is too fucking good to get mad about this stuff, but I do. I don't know why. I'm Pat Mayo. Um, you can follow me at the PME Instagram where there's a giveaway, Twitter and the Facebooks where this cheat sheet will pop up. I told you about all the giveaways to get in the draw for 20 DK bucks. Play in the DraftKings. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, what happened? Hand in the head, face down. No, it's over. It's been a long show. <laughs> it's actually like the average length show. Oh, I'm tired. Tim, you're un or uh, Jeff, you're uncursed now. You gotta. Embrace the uncursed. The Packers are super cursed. I'm tired. We're going to step outside. The Raptors are unveiling a banner and getting their rings. There'll be joy in the streets. I'll just be angry. What, you don't like the Raptors? No, I'm happy for them. I I mean, no, I'm I'm happy for them, but I'm just like... I'm I'm picking the 76ers to win the championship. Remember I said that. Uh, there's so many Philly fans on this show who just hate your guts. For th- I don't watch basketball, but here's my pick. Remember I said it. Cursed. What do you, I took Sixers? Sixers, of course. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. Share the show around. Like all the clips. Put in the time codes. I really do appreciate you all for watching. Great community out there watching the Pat Mayo experience. Like 95% of you. 5% of you are fucking idiots. But either way, I'm Pat Mayo. We'll see you next time. Pat Mayo experience. Oh, God. I know. Fucking let me put on my clown makeup. Yeah. We just put on an Undertaker's outfit so we can perform a, an <laughs> autopsy for each of our team. <laughs> Fuck me. They're not even vivisections at this point. They're we're, dissections. We're good with everything? All right, Tim, you ready? Yeah, I guess so. Jeff, are you ready? Five seconds. Four. It's gonna be a very depressive show. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> no, but I, I went 12 and two last week, and I won. I won that big parlay when I cashed out yeah. on the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, well, Jeff and I have nothing but sorrow to talk about. I actually want some money, but it never helps. All right.
Why am oh I? Oh my god, I'm trying to start. But sighing both of you into the <laughs> microphones. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. So depressing. <laughs> Such losers. We are. All right, let's start. You mean we haven't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) Am I crying? It started. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, we're going to start this time, okay? Okay. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.